Hey, this is Ash. This is my show today. Um, and we are episode 52. And which got brought to my attention is it's going to be technically our one year anniversary. That is my phone going off because I'm an idiot and have not turned that off. Uh, I Like I said, I'm at, God damn, I am Ash. Who else? I don't like when we say who else do we have today because we are the, so today, today, um, let's go in order. Who do we have today? I know I said I hated it, but it's the only thing that came to mind right now. Luis? Uh, hi, I'm Luis. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Carmen. What's going on, everybody? It's Esteban. And I'm Andres. And again, almost did the Wild Stallion thing, but I just, I'm, I'm holding on to not doing that shit. So today we're going to have games. Today we're going to have uh, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I didn't know it was 52. But I'm and I'm trying to make it more fun than it's gonna be in my head. But we're just gonna go with how we go. Um, before we start though, um, heavyweight had brought up in a comment um, uh, a thing we referenced in where a guy goes hey, hey, and then we said that our homie Marvin used to do that, uh, or we made up scenarios in, in which he would say that, um, and in that time. Um, he has uh, left us. So I do want to do a shot. Uh, he is somebody that helped me move several times, even when it was only him. He was a person that as I was training in my job, uh, I was everybody, all the managers, everybody would be busy and he would stop what he was doing to help me, even though he was on a phone call at work. Um, it's cliche to say that he would give you the shirt off his back, but he, he would give you his entire wardrobe just to make sure you were okay. Um, and it really sucks because I, it's somebody that I didn't know hit me until, cause he was always one of those friends that, uh, uh, he'll always be there. These are my day ones and my every days. And then it was somebody that like, almost like family where, you don't see them for a couple of months and then like, I don't, how come we don't hang out more often? He was one of those kind of people. Uh, biggest heart ever and very, very genuine. I don't know if you want to say anything, Esteban, not putting you on the spot. Just yeah, this one was tough uh, because this was an individual that I worked with uh, six, seven years already. Uh, so it was tough. Uh, like Ash said, yeah, it was the shirt off your back type thing. But he was always he was always the one that was that would be excited. He was the guy that I would talk to pretty much every day because he sat right in my, at work. So see him every day. You know, he was the first guy in, last guy out. At real genuine. Uh, but I I will say he will be missed. I and it's crazy because uh, three weeks ago I I was talking to him and we had made plans because he was coming down. He lived in Arizona. We were gonna we were gonna get together and hang out and he was gonna he was gonna meet my my youngest because he had only met my older ways. So. So we were going to get together, uh, hang out, probably catch uh, some football and stuff. Biggest Detroit Lions fan. And that's I was going to say, one. that was his flaw. <laughs> uh, it's not It's not even a flaw. Uh, it's it's what made him hit, you know. Yeah. Because it's like, for those that know sports, to be a Detroit Lions fan, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough to be a, a Detroit Lions fan. Uh, but the man wore the, wore the blue and, and, and silver. Every jersey day. Every every Jersey day, he wore the blue and the and the silver, and 
rocked it and you can ask him anything about the lions and he'll school anybody on the lions not only that but if if you supposedly said that you were a fan of a team he would know your team better than you know your team (laughs) so so yeah so he he was a real genuine guy and and he will be missed so raise a shot to a brother that we didn't know but for all of us but love you bro to marvin on on too much lighter because he was a na- he was never a negative guy he was positive never was so first of all uh luis what is your pose today oh, oh. for those that are on po- uh spotify or apple um when it's my show we do what the equivalent of the thumb master if you've ever played king's cup so at any time if one of us busts out into a po- no i should say that <laughs> you become you become pose master, which I start off as pose master. The last one has to take either five seconds of their drink or a shot. That person then becomes the pose master, and it goes on throughout the show. Even though we're doing games, if we're even though we're doing comments, whatever we're gonna do. Uh, Luis, what's your pose? I need everybody to pay attention because of something. That's your pose, uh, Esteban. What's your pose? Uh, I'm just gonna go with my classic. Okay, uh, Andreas. Okay, and Carmen. Okay, so everyone for me is going to move to the left. Luis, what's your pose? Okay, that is going to be Esteban's pose. Esteban, what's your original oh, pose? Okay, that is going to be Andreas's pose. You. Andreas, what was your pose? What was your original pose? Okay, Carmen, that's going to be your pose. <laughs> and Carmen, what was your original pose? All right, and Luis, that's going to be your pose. Okay. My pose. Thanks, Carmen. <laughs> Sorry. I fought a seven. So that'll be my original pose. So first, so that's going to be the first game. So the the teams I believe are Andreas versus Esteban and Luis, right? Correct. All right. So it's going to be the Rebel Alliance versus the Sith Lord. Okay. Sith Lord. Nope, you can't choose. Whoever wins, whoever wins the cards gets to choose choose which they because every time I ask what's your team name, you guys never know. So I'm always gonna come up with team names, and we'll then see. whoever wins gets to choose. Okay, between. all of a sudden, so angry I, I always I always yes. say pterodactyls. Yes, all of a sudden. It's all right. It's it's so, his suit. It's his power suit. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I will give you. Let's that go, uh, Andreas. Who's your team yeah. captain? Carmen. Carmen, Carmen, you ready? Sure. You are the four of clubs. Esteban, what's your team captain? We're playing Please. high card. Yeah, we're playing highest card. Sorry, I should say that for people on Spotify and and Apple, we are in, we are playing high card. Uh, Esteban, Luis, you or Luis, Luis, team captain, ready? Okay. Oh, well, you guys are the jack of hearts, so you guys get to go first. So now we established that. Uh, now that it landed on you, Luis, do we have comments this week? Yes, sir. Um, before we go into the comments, I wanted a, uh, the, just a brief segue. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, the comments is uh, the part of the show where it gives you, the listener, opportunity to be a part of the show. And speaking of listener, we have a new subscriber, uh, Mr. Benji Roxas. Thank you very much for joining the channel. And Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Hope we hope we live up to whatever expectation you have. Is that our YouTube like, or is that Spotify or what? Is uh, that? That's on YouTube. YouTube. Yes, sir. Welcome, Benji. 
And uh, so uh, uh, for aside from him, anybody that's not subscribed, uh, we please encourage you to subscribe. Uh, costs nothing to you, means everything to us. Uh, but this is part of the show where if uh, you leave a comment on any of our social media platforms, um, we will read it on air and we will discuss it. So if you want your opinions heard, this is the avenue. And so we're going to start with uh, comments on our YouTube. We got the sound was a short. It was a it was a cut. It was a mashup cut that uh, was posted a comedic cut. And I've got the rock on devil horns from Vanessa, and she commented also on episode fifty one. I believe I told her that I wanted to fight because we disagreed on the food item. And so she comments on that. Let's fight Luis boxing gloves. Haha. Ha, just kidding. I do. love. Oh, that's right. She was talking shit on King taco. I do want to fight. Let's fight Vanessa. Um, but yeah, she's talking shit on King Taco. She says, uh, uh, just kidding. I do like King taco, uh, chicharron al pastor smiley face. But if I really want tacos, go to a taco truck for sure. Thank you, Carmen. You understand. LOL. Can I ask you a question about that? Fire. There's there's tacos where the ingredient inside is chicharron, right? But it's like wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, does that have to be made like uh, I don't? How do I would say the is way it that I've chicharron had it is normally crunchy. Awesome. The way that I've had it in the past. So I don't know if it's a the way the person made it, possible, or if it was like. Would you recommend that I go to King Taco and have it like that? I don't personally like their chicharron. Uh, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't like the sauce I use, but I do. And I so there are different ways you could get it at certain places that make it crispy where they put it. Uh, yeah. and not, I'm not a big like texture doesn't bother me to eat. So I know uh, my brother, he is a texture person. So he doesn't like like the menudo, the tripe. Because of the texture, like the chicharrones when they're wet. Delicious. The, yes, I stay yeah, here. I didn't like the, the wetness, which I usually do. I thank uh, you. But go on. Um, like the flavor of the King Taco ones. But if you go to a different, yeah, I'm more uh, adventurous at like a taco truck or a taco stand. Yeah. I would say probably try them somewhere else. But hey, you may like that. So I would say at, at the very least, it's worth a try. Is it a snack or does it? Is no, it a meal? Can, if I feel like a, <laughs> this is not going to sound right. I don't feel like I'm not eating. I don't feel like I'm eating something unless I'm eating meat. Stop it. No, yeah. <laughs> like you're eating meat. Uh, but you know the tacos at King Taco are fucking small as fuck. So I've seen me like six of them. That's true. That's yeah. Like five of them. Yeah. It's like uh, usually Carmen? Burrito, oh, like four tacos for it. <laughs> yeah. Load. Sopas are bomb though. Uh, Carmen, nothing? Chicharron? All right. Is it the wetness thing that I said? I'm sorry, Luis. Oh no, you're fine. No, she was she was uh, um, she was scowling at the menudo talk. Menudo so uh, right. menudo can go die. You know, I I thought menudo what? was uh, what? Did you say menudo can die? Yes, menudo. menudo. Yes, menudo can die. I, no, pozole oh. is a Sunday half, not oh. menudo. My, I salivated at the word menudo. That's not Men- good. See, but menudo is like, um, I, I do, I, I, I'm on the fence. 
Because I do agree with you, Carmen. It's probably that and tamales, depending on the tamale. Tamale? But, uh, they are among the most overrated Mexican food. Like, it's like they put it up. It is good, but it's not like godly. The noodle is overrated? How? Yes. However, uh, just like uh, three-ish weeks ago, like I craved it and I got had it like a, at a legit Mexican spot. And for me, it was very nostalgic because it was something that I used to eat all the time as a kid. And so it was like, Dude, it was fucking just like having the tortilla de maíz. Even though that I like the flour tortillas more, but I just remember the uh, always eating it with the corn tortillas, the tortillas de maíz, and I can order it in Spanish. Have my lines, have all my shit thrown in there. It was like it was, oregano. It, yeah, yeah, it was just, it, it was like the ritual part of it that I was just like, oh, this is all, this is dope. I don't want to hear anything from you uh, about the cutramans to menudo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the green pasole. We've gone forever on just the one comment. I'm sorry, go on. Yeah, you see, Vanessa? See what you do to us? <laughs> We're going to end um, up team before we even start today. Green, green pasole fucks, okay? So I, don't, I, don't I don't know like what it. you're talking about, Ash. No, I don't like it. That's I, don't what I don't like it. You. But I do love, um, um, not enchiladas. Um, fuck, what am I thinking? Um, with the chips. Chilaquiles? Chilaquiles? Oh, with the green chili. Oh, my God. Fuck yes. Or the red with the We should have eaten before we got... I know. Um, There's a pretty good place that does really good chili to this by my apartment. Um, So, yeah, I am really big into chilaquiles as well. Oh, Mm. that that, uh, fun fact. uh, Chilaquiles is uh, actually what brought me and Dana together. So when uh, when we initially started dating, that was like the only... After or before you shit yourself? Uh, this is before I should. Yeah, oh, probably what made him shit himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir, you were. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired today. Um, uh, as was I that day. No. Um. Uh. So we would look up like so. Uh, a very common date thing for us was to find a brunch place that had bottomless mimosas and that they served chilaquiles. And so, turns out Long Beach has a shit ton of them. So, we we're doing like a tour like week to week and that became our thing and so today even today like if we see chelaquiles in a menu in a restaurant we've never been to it almost feels like an obligation for us to try it at least one of us to try it so that we can like taste it but um vanessa we veered off of your comment tell us we would love to know what is your favorite mexican food dish because we went all in and let's do this comment green or red chilaquiles and then, and then everybody respond to her comment on how she's wrong. I'm just kidding. Um, Look, you chose violence today, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to fight me. Uh, no, we, we appreciate all the love and support. Thank you so much. Um, moving on to among one of the generals of the comics army, Zach. Freeman. No, no. Louisa pointed generals. <laughs> my <Only> personal general. <laughs> the general of my quarters. <laughs> The fleshlight general. <laughs> the fleshlight general. I am finished with this. Clean it, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Pun intended. Right away, my lord. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Zach. I don't. I don't know why we did this to you. Um, episode fifty-one. He commented, "Fantastic episode, comics podcast crew." Oh my god! Did you see what if? Holy shit! That was so 
epic. Like I can't even. No words. What are your thoughts? And I feel bad because since I hadn't seen What If, and I think Andres hadn't seen What If, um, I don't know if I don't think you guys got into too much details. With that description, Esteban and Carmen, I think you're the only ones that are caught up with it. Do you know? I'm assuming you probably know where where all that excitement is coming from. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Give the guy something. He's he's looking for. Are something we going good. up to Thor or are we going up to last week? I think he was probably I referring to Thor because yeah. that was the last week. But then yeah. also this week, which kind of came from the Thor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of the only one that has continued, right? Like the other ones were kind of like, what if, what if, what if? This one was kind of like lead in yeah and then brought back from the other episodes which i was like oh finally they're giving me what i wanted which was like a continuation story in someone no yeah it it, this last episode was amazing it was it was great um but fun fact if you guys didn't notice there's a certain scene in there and uh they actually go and fly by mustafar i don't know if you guys caught that and you can see Darth Vader's castle in the background. Oh, when he's fighting with with Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to yeah. see now. I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I saw the different like worlds they were like showcasing, but I right. missed that one. Yeah. Okay. So so they fly through Mustafar, which is actually pretty dope. So it was a it was a little nod. Uh, you know, Disney obviously owning Star Wars and Marvel, so that was a little nod to to uh, Star Wars. So that was pretty dope. Speaking of a nod, uh, a Disney nod. Uh, I, I sent everybody a clip of it and I'll be showing the clip right here. Um, the Captain America scene in, or it, it's a, a movie. What's the name of the movie? Guy? Free Guy. Free Guy. Oh, free guy sorry. Uh, so in the movie Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, 20th Century Fox film, because they're now under the Disney umbrella, they... Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella. There's a scene at the end of the film that he he essentially gets these glasses that he can get. It's like cheat codes, and on one of the co- cheat codes that he does is he. So right, Andres. So yeah. So on one of the cheat codes that he does is he pulls out uh, a shield, and it turns out to be the Captain America shield, and it has the Avengers song playing while it happens, right. and because it's in a world of a video game, all these people are watching it. And Chris Evans is among the people watching. He's like, what the shit? Like, and this those little I live for Easter eggs. It's so fucking great, especially because it's 20th Century Fox. It's like, oh, it's yeah. actually happened. It's great. Anyway. You know what's fucking cool is like it sucks that people, well, corporations or whatever you want to say, studios can't just one for one, just yeah, like a hookup for anything, just to get the story out, like. Like fucking Hugh Jackman, like a one for one. You guys could get fucking Spider Man, but we get Hugh Jackman, or just kind of like what they're doing. Right. I don't want to say what they're doing now, but kind of what Sony was doing with Marvel for a little bit, with at least to get Spider Man, and you yeah. get fucking Tony Stark. Just or you get Tony Stark, but maybe he's not in the suit or whatever. Just little. Yeah. It sucks that people can't. It's just like everybody's like Vince McMahon with it, like just mine. But if everybody fucking works together, you fucking have genius. Yeah. Just hey, to man, get the story out. Makes a dream work. Sorry. Yeah, and you get whatever they do can continue your story without even having to bother anybody because you like okay, well you get fucking Nightcrawler, but you have Nightcrawler in 
in Sony. You know what I mean? Like, it, nobody bothers anybody. Just, it's genius. And you yeah. can have little, like, uh, Easter eggs to lead to back to whatever they're going to do. Just have everybody talk to everybody, and it'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Sorry, Luis, go ahead. No, no, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Um, ah, in that way, everybody makes money. That's all. Everybody makes money. Not just you, not just me. Everybody just makes money. Right, but you, you're you're forgetting that one underlining factor is the one who's going to be making the most money, okay? Because there's always going to be that studio that's like, well, they made, you know, this amount of money and we only got this much. So there's always going to be fighting, dude. I, I completely understand what you're getting. And that's your writing. It's not, it's not. No, right. You know I mean? But that's the yeah. thing. Because of that, that's the reason why there's not that what you just explained is not going to happen. You know, because it comes down to ultimately distribution rights. And then who's going to get how much money based off of the how many DVDs were sold and how many digital downloads oh, were I sold, you know, the so it's, it's ultimately going to come down to infighting between the two companies, you know. Yeah, but if you get one character, it doesn't mean like we're going to get all the fucking money. Right. From it. yeah. it's, it's just sad that we can't go like we can't like schoolyard rules of like, hey, you can you can take Spider-Man and I'll take Wolverine on this next movie. Okay. All right, cool. All right. right, See you at recess. Like, but it's become such a, it's become, you know, the business, the business side of it. And just like handball, did you like sliders, baby bounties or waterfalls? Uh, With handball, I used to play, it it was a game called Slaughterhouse. That was where Slaughterhouse was fucking dope. It was fucking fun. Die until, until the first kid started crying and then we couldn't play it anymore. And then when teachers would walk up and be like, are you guys playing Slaughterhouse? No, we're playing. You know, we made some shit up. And there was always that one kid that would get pegged, always like, like in the oh. ear. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that oh, headhunters. And then fuck you, you're fucked. Sorry, go ahead, Luis. I'm hosting today. Sorry, go oh, ahead, Oh, man, that's, that's, oh, God, I used to fucking love that game. Even, I'm being too loud, got it. I'm gonna go, guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put my drink down. So, heavyweight. <laughs> That's general. <laughs> um, uh, episode 51. Uh, I feel you about roller coasters. I'm big, tall. I, I'm perfectly upright on the ride, just barely okay. fit. And then I watched Final Destination, and I was like, nope, no more roller coasters for me. Uh, and this is in direct comment to you, Esteban, about... Uh, when you were try- uh, getting on the Harry Potter ride oh, yeah, and yeah. because the shoulder thing wouldn't go down. Mm. And so then he comments on, on top of it later in the episode. Uh, what if the what if show, how come the infinity stones worked when Ultron was fighting the watcher when they were, when they were fighting uh, between multiverses and great question. Does anyone have uh, any thoughts? Wait, on what's that? it? I so mean, he's saying, I heard uh, it, the, but I didn't hear it. The Infinity Stones—they shouldn't have been working if they were fighting within multiverses. Well, I think if if you guys remember, I think what he's referring to, yeah, uh, because there was a one scene in Loki where uh, you see that there's multiple Infinity Stones, and then one of the characters is like, "Oh yeah, we use those as paperweights." Yeah. yeah, you know, and I think the reason why is because in the TVA you can't They're use your different. powers yeah you know okay. the powers the powers have been diminished and you can't use them so i think in the tva the stones aren't powerful at all they're just paperweights essentially uh but when the stones enter a universe or reality that they can coexist in that's where the powers come in and the, he's able to use them uh going back and forth from multiverse or from universe to universe 
And I think him having all the stones is what gave him the power, or at least he became cognizant that there were more universes. And then when he yeah. hears the water talking, he's like, wait, where are you? Mm-hmm. And then that's when he's able to go into that partial reality or whatever. Right. So I think that's why he was able to use them. Because I also thought that um, as well, because then... Um, you know, like he just takes them from Asano's, uh, like nothing, you know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. when you take candy from a kid. So it's just, I, I also had some problem with like continuity with the stones because we saw a stone at, on a different What If episode, uh, which was with Doctor Strange, um, the Doctor Strange episode. So, but I, I see, I wonder how they're going to like tackle that because. Mm-hmm. He has now all of them, but then we last saw one of the stones in the other episode. But I mean, I'm all for it. I don't want to poke holes because I'm, you know, I'm going to go down rabbit holes. So right. whatever they want to give us next episode. Is there a next episode or was there only No, eight? there's one more. There's one more episode. One more? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look forward to see how they're going to um, do the story. Yeah. Uh, for the people that won't let something go, do you think in character-wise, there are people that look at Star-Lord like, bro, there's like so many people that wouldn't have died if you just weren't emotional at one certain part. Like we had we had him like kind of dead to rights and the glove coming off and what happened happened. Kind of like looking them at, at Star-Lord like, that's that guy. Does that make sense to what I said? Yeah. Because they kind of sure. had him and then everything happened happened mm-hmm. in character do you think anybody would hold that against right no it'd be, it would it'd never be, be i would see it more of a running joke it's like hey remember when you fucking killed everybody <laughs> it'd be it'd be like one of those you know yeah and then or or it would be it could be one of those things where they make them feel like shit it's like because of you tony stark died you know yeah, right that's what i was trying to say like yeah like and at, at the same time if they ever did something like a series sorry andreas they no did something like a series that could be like the like the the pinpoint of somebody that doesn't get along with this person because you caused that person to die. Hey man, who knows? We might even see that in Thor Love and Thunder. You know, Thor yeah. giving, you know, uh Star Lord shit for for that happening, you know? That's true. Sorry, Andres. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was gonna just say that in that universe, they're human beings with superpowers. So that doesn't uh eliminate them from holding resentment. I mean, look at Tony Stark. Uh mm-hmm hating on fucking Captain America for keeping that secret. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I could see somebody being Uh, a... So, it's just because there's heroes doesn't mean they're... they're They're both watching the video, and this person's having that, like, fuck, I'm gonna have to deal with, like, like, just their different reactions to the video is, like, fucking nuts. That's a big team. But, yeah, no, absolutely. But it goes, his his relationship to towards Steve Rogers, it goes a lot deeper because growing up, all he heard was his dad talking about Captain America. So there was that resentment that he had growing up. It's like, my dad yeah. can't stop talking about this fucker that's, you know, buried in ice and shit, you know, and here I am trying to, you know, be the best that I can be. And all my dad can do is talk about fucking Captain America, you know. Would so, give credence to his ego, like his, like. Oh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great backstory. So, uh, Luis, more comments? Uh, And Heavyweight has one last piece to it. um, And it's actually something that Carmen mentioned uh, earlier in the show uh, regarding, also regarding what if, is I think that they will pay off each episode in the season finale. I was thinking the same thing and they just left me hanging. 
thoughts. Um, and looks like Carmen is on the same thought process as you, right, Carmen? Yeah, there were there were a few open ended um, endings, which is okay when it's like a one off series. Like you know, this that's what it was meant to be, and that's what they gave us. But I, it was just it left you wanting more, and now that they're paying it off at, at these later episodes, it's quite nice because they're not fully paying off what happened in their individual episodes, but they're bringing them in in a different way, which is kind of, you know, like how they build the Avengers initially, you know, like we saw them on and off and then like they all came together. So I don't know if that's what's gonna happen, but um, if that's what ends up happening, then um, I'm all for it. He still doesn't know what we're doing. Yeah, Yeah, it's okay, (laughs) how he does. I think you forgot. He's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I'm like, why are you guys all doing stupid faces? Um, Oh, it's stupid faces now, huh? (laughs) Why are you guys all being dumb? Both you and Um, your (laughs) (laughs) I'm nobody's clown. Um, (laughs) uh, That was the end of comments. Thank you again, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to to listen. That last comment was uh, left three hours ago. So uh, uh, thank you, Heavyweight. I know you do a marathon of us and in, in between work. And for everybody else that's listening, uh, have anything to comment on any part of the show, let us know and we will talk about it. Back to you, host. That was the last comment? Yes, sir. The coolest thing, like a fucking Debbie Downer for a minute, uh, is Marcus sent in. So uh, who who we have brought up earlier, who we took a shot for, was never active on his instagram mar marcus it's so hard because even in sos if you're going mar you're gonna say one or the other and it's so hard because it's like fucking sometimes you say one or the other but they're clearly different people so uh he got a like on his instagram i don't know if it was a comment a picture whatever he posted whatever it was he had a like like fucking the day before so that's like fucking nuts right like he never commented he's like non-social media commented the day before that happened like that's pretty fucking random but still like kind of like a story like it's your fucking that's pretty fucking dope i don't know i believe in that kind of stuff so um it is on me i do want to bring up I was never a Power Ranger guy because I was out after Voltron. And there is the Legend of the White Dragon, which Michael Madsen, which is the Mr. Blonde, or he's done tons of stuff. But the drink is what I want to go into. The drink of the day is Stefan. Stefan, what is our drink of the day? Hang on, I want you guys to listen to this. But I want you to be just as sexy as you were the entire time I was off, I was off camera. I know, I will be. Shh, just yeah. listen. Just listen. <laughs> just listen. Shh. Soul train. Go on. You you fucked it up. You, you fucked <laughs> He's it like, up. listen. He was trying to. He wanted to <laughs> he hear the. You fucked it up. Did he? Did he open it? You open yes, it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> fucked it up. You're like soul train. Idiot. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So the drink of this week is going to be light. from Hen House Brewing Company. Okay. This one is called. Like? Mariachi Maestro. Okay. Here's the can. Check That's it out. Like... Mariachi Maestro. Okay. All right. Mariachi Maestro. It's in honor 
this this brew this uh beer uh was in honor of Gabriel Zavala okay who who is the mariachi maestro uh so it is a hazy IPA it's actually very very good and very very smooth I really really like it a lot uh probably going to be picking it up uh regularly uh to kind of um have it revolving in my uh refrigerator uh it, it's it, like i said it's it's delicious it's from hen house brewing company uh and according to where is it at? i just saw it oh okay here it is uh on their can it says this is a fabulous hazy ipa brewed with cashmere uh matku mosaic and sabro hops uh, and the, and in tribute to Gabriel Zavala, the mariachi maestro, Gabriel Zavala de dedicated himself to music and sharing his craft with young people in his community. The melody of Mr. Zavala's life will resonate forever in the hearts of many lives he touched. So it's, it's very good. You guys, if you guys can pick it up, it's delicious. Back to you, Ash. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, so weekly we do recommendations and um first of all who had the last recommendation i have something in my hand but look there what i feel like that was carmen i think so too that no was carmen. no that was, no, it was. Me, the way no, that i was looking that was at it not me at all who, who, okay carmen you know what fine <laughs> no, fine but fine. who do you think it was yeah, who's your argument who's after you exactly <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your wine wine is good wine is good oh shit damn <laughs> i gangster that's really tasty no <laughs> you're, you're the shit we did your favorite right. so you are the postmaster um Got it. who had the last recommendation uh luis did Luis had the last recommendation and he recommended to me. Uh, it was a comedy special called The Tennessee Kid. Uh, I enjoyed cool. it very, very much. Fuck yeah. Oh, is it Bo Durham? Not Bo Durham. No, it was uh, no. Nate. Nate. Um, Nate Bregetzi. Nate Bregetzi. Uh. Yeah, it was it was really really funny. You guys need to check it out. Like like Louis said, he is a clean comic, but to me, I, I don't care if they're clean or dirty or whatever. I don't care. Um, he is funny. There's certain things that you know he pulls from his day to day parenting, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? For sure. Like I would probably end up doing that as well. I think one of his uh, jokes was um, he was talking to he was uh, talking about his daughter, uh, or his daughter would just ask him questions, and he feels he feels that he's smarter than his daughter. Okay, and his daughter's six years old. Okay, so he so his daughter asks him, "Dad, why is the sun, why is the sun hot?" And he looks at her and he says, "Because it's on fire." What are you stupid? You know, and then so he just like it's like shit like that. Like it's funny, you know. Um, his his airport um bit is hilarious where his name doesn't match, his ticket says Nathan, but his driver's license says Nathaniel, you know. So it's just it, it's pretty hilarious. So if you guys get a chance, please check it out. It's called the Tennessee Kid, it's on Netflix. It's about an hour long. It is hilarious. And uh, Luis, thank you very much, man. That was awesome. I appreciate it. Ah, yeah, no, it's a uh, 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 very good. And and uh, off of what you were saying, as far as being a clean comic, uh, dirty comic, filthy comic, right. whatever, it doesn't matter. It's funny. It's funny. And yes. that guy is funny. 
So uh, just a, a little, I'm going to cut this little clip for, for uh, promoting purposes. I'm just going to say, let's go folks, which is something that they say on their podcast. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Tennessee kid, Nate Bargetzi. So on a scale of one to 10, what, what would you rate it? Uh, I'd rate it a, an eight only because like his pacing, Solid. you know, his pacing was at times got real slow and I'm just kind of like, okay, like, you know, I, like, I, I guess I'm just used to like the firing off, like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. But his pacing is a little bit slower than, mm-hmm. than I would have wanted, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I give it an eight out of 10. Solid number. <clears throat> this never gets to come up. So I, I do want to bring this up. Because we do talk about different things. Um, going in order, Esteban, do you prefer a comedian that goes boom, 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 and like it's an hour, but you heard 80 jokes? Or do you rather, would you rather hear like uh, like a, would you rather hear an Andrew Dice Clay or would you rather hear like a Chappelle where it's like it's three jokes and that's the whole hour because you're listening to a story? Um, I think I prefer like the, the constant, you know, the, the moving, the constant, you know, jokes. I prefer that, you know, than you know, the story it's because I think, I think I'm used to like listening to like a Kevin Smith type podcast and that's all story. Right. It's, it's a story, you know, so you're listening to, to him talk for two and a half hours, three hours, and it's, and it has jokes and puns in there and, and, you know, there's stuff like that. But if you're going out to go see something, I prefer the, the rapid fire type, you know, comedy. Yeah. You know, I prefer that. Uh, Andres? Uh, hmm. I don't know. If you had asked me before, I may have given you a different answer, but I'm like, kind of the comedians i had liked uh prior to the pandemic uh came out with like douchebag shit during the pandemic so i was kind of turned off on it uh on comedy in general um but i've always liked like mark Marin, and i guess he's still somebody i like so i could take a story to into a joke so i guess that, that would be my answer right now since he's probably the only one i still semi like oh I won't go further than that because I, I, it's my inkling to do that. But Carmen, um, I don't think I have a preference as far as whether it's the fast firing of uh, like hits or a storytelling. I think if the person grabs you from the beginning and is able to like hold your attention, and whether it's like they have you going, you know, like automatically or it's a story that's building up like you're like genuinely caught you know in the story and they're like taking you on that journey um it's not that that I prefer a style over the other it's just it's on the person and their delivery it's you know like are they going to take me on that trip or not um but I I gotta say um most comics I haven't watched a special that I haven't uh, actually you know what I recently watched uh, Marlon Wayans' uh, special, the newest one, and I didn't care for it. Um, I, I don't know, like, what it was. The material just wasn't funny to me. It was a little, like, eh. Um, so I guess that would be, like, and it was both. He actually makes the styles where it's, like, he's telling you a story, but then he has, like, several punchlines and within there 
and it didn't work for me at all. I don't know if it was the content. I don't know if it was his delivery or the timing. Like it just didn't work for me. So um, if you, and Luis, I know you're a comedy fan. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but if you at any point um, see it, um, I would like to know what you think of it. Because I don't know if like the content was just not for me or it just overall, it just wasn't what, you know, like, he he he's a great co comedy actor or a comedian that but this time it just didn't work for me at all um and off of that uh, that i see that a lot it's like when hollywood when they they go into like comedic acting and then they try their hand at comedy or they started off at comedy did acting and then they try to come back to it it's like their agents or whatever they're like oh let's let's turn this in by the end of the year but they don't do the rounds at the comedy clubs so what a lot of these comedians that are coming up uh such as nate forgetsy uh they went through the gauntlet they're going through they're going to these comedy clubs and they're eating shit and they're getting booed and they're they're honing their material until they get their opportunity to to film a special as opposed to the person that has money that says i'm gonna film a special at the end of the year and you'll see the quality kind of dip. So I've seen that. Um, but as far as your question, Ash, of uh, I, which one do I prefer? I, I I compare it like music. I like both. It's I yeah. need both. It's um, yeah. I Sometimes like you're good at both or right. not both, but whatever you're. Good yeah, at. like uh, Mark Norman uh, is one of my favorite like joke tellers. In in a ten minute segment, Mark Norman will will fire off like fucking. 20 30 jokes and it's just like quick 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 like just this like oh you don't like that one here's another one you don't like that one here's another one uh not yeah. not as they're not necessarily one-liners the way that uh uh mitch hedberg was but oh fucking genius but so they're not like they're not that short but they're pretty close of just hit 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 and then move on but then i also love tom segura and bill burr that tell more of a story with punchlines embedded yeah. into it so um that's my long version of saying i like both i think they both need to exist to appreciate different facets of comedy here's where i fucked up is we had three different pose masters and i didn't bring out the wheel of misfortune it will never be called esteban's the wheel, wheel of, of morality, morality. It's think, not going to be called that. I think so we all like that. Better. I will go okay. ahead. Time out. Time out. We'll, no, no, no. Nope. No, no. Because no. I think we have enough people that are watching and will comment. So I need everyone that's on here. Okay. Well, who's hosting though? Who's Melissa. Hosting though? <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Vanessa. Heavyweight. Zach. Anyone Zach else that wants. Anyone else that wants to go ahead and comment. Ash is naming this thing the Wheel of Misfortune. Yep. I vote along with others on the podcast we should call it the wheel of morality they're doing that to piss me off if <laughs> if you guys agree I, to... I need you guys to comment below of from the show wheel of morality instead of wheel of misfortune so if you guys wanted the wheel of morality let's call it the wheel of morality <laughs> wheel of morality that? turn 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 tell us to the lesson fair, that we I... should learn to be fair ash uh i usually enjoy getting you upset and I don't agree with our other co-hosts on this one. <laughs> like, I uh, fuck y'all. Ten, <laughs> 10 seconds to try to whistle and drink. I'm going to get real fucking... I'm going to get real dirty. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's just how I like it, Patty. 
fucking <laughs> do it baby do it baby oh okay okay well well you, the camera's gonna be on you bro <laughs> nobody could hear anything this is totally all <laughs> he just spit <laughs> that's disgusting that is disgusting i'm sorry but you're on mute i can't hear you his mic just totally gave out. It's like, it's it out. Did you just break the mic? Oh, oh, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. That would have been funny. If apparently, I'm a spitter. Honey, on that right, so, microphone. You had to spit on it and broke it. On my fucking suit. And it's okay. So, well, one, that shit can land on you guys. So, it, I might not be the only one that has to hold a load in my mouth. So, uh, Going Everyone in, heard that, right? Everyone heard that? The whole load in his mouth? Yes, we heard all that? heard that. Oh, well, I said it. I said it. All right. So my so that was that recommendation. My recommendation is going to be to Luis. The way that I try to pick out teams, I try to pick out teams that other people don't understand my logic. So if I give out three names or four names, uh, they were in a tag team in wrestling. They were in the same movie. They were in something, uh, but it makes sense to me, but it's never supposed to make sense to you. Some people can probably break the code, but I try to never, I try to make it as even as possible so that if for any reason, these two guys always win and these two guys all, I try to make it as even as fucking possible. And in that, I brought up um, the characters of Reservoir Dog. And when I asked people to choose between Mr. Pink Mr. Blue, Mr. White, and Mr. Orange. When Luis said whoever's left, that meant he didn't give a fuck who he got, which <laughs> usually gives a fuck about who he has. Uh, so in that, my recommendation to Luis will be Reservoir Dogs. And it doesn't mean to be a Quentin Tarantino thing again. It just, when I found out that he hadn't watched the movie, it's a fucking deal. Especially since you watched a lot of other Quentin Tarantino movies. Like, since you watch a lot of films in general, and how yeah. could you not have seen that movie? I mean, it's also me we're talking about, so I haven't seen a lot of uh, older. Dude, films. Every slow mo in the back alley is old by the Sorry, Andreas, I didn't hear that. I, I said it's also not that old comparative to his age. Yeah, that's true. true. It's also like what I was allowed to watch. Was watching oh, like there was Disney also that. Channel. Yeah. yeah, that was also that. I, I, I do remember you uh, mentioning something like that, yeah. Yeah, no, my dad was super strict. Um, wait, oh, I thought you were talking about your cat. No, 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 no. He's, uh, <laughs> he's cool as fuck. <laughs> he's, he's chilling. <laughs> um, Reservoir Dogs, where can I find it? I hate that you ask that because I uh, will drop I will, off the movie. I, I will look this up. I will look this up to not I forget that part every single time. It's on HBO Max, bro. Yeah, yes, it is. It Thank should you, be. Yes. All right. So in Reservoir Dogs is Rachel, uh, Rachel, sorry, Michael Madsen. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in the uh, legend. I'm sorry. How do you mix up Rachel with Michael Madsen? I don't know if I was going to say Rachel Maddow or if I was going to say Rachel <laughs> from fucking uh, Mean Girls. Uh, actually, Rachel Rachel Maddow actually makes sense to me. Okay, I apologize. I would... I would... <laughs> Um, it was the I M part. Them. So Michael Madsen, who was Mr. Blonde, which is uh, when we do the unbox, I did the little dance to the little box. Uh, 
or if ever when you see the cop anyway you'll you'll get what i'm talking about after so you need to see reservoir dogs got it and um let me know what you think um it's very much very much that you're not paying attention yep that's me that is you spin your wheel spin my wheel of morality not gonna go with that wheel of morality the more why do i get the same fucking thing why spin it again if it's the same thing spin it again we want to see it again we want to see see you do something else stupid dance for us i have no opponent (laughs) dance for us bitch slap yourself i feel like i only get I only get slap yourself. Hey, hey, you but if you're gonna do things. it, hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna slap yourself, con ganas, way like good a good one. All right, I heard it. So I fucking know you heard that. So that's the big old hand print. Go fucking mom was crying. So <laughs> <laughs> That me? Oh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. That was like that a draw. Like a Carmen Andreas. That was a like Carmen Andreas draw. Oh, that was draw. Oh, cheers, Andres. I'll take it. You already got one. Go ahead. Okay. All right, here we go. Spin the wheel, bro. Drink. Spin the wheel, bro. All right. Slap yourself. Take your glasses off. Buddy. Oh, don't stand up. Don't don't knock yourself out. He's gonna get torched. <laughs> oh no! You might have to do it again. Yeah, this is gonna be a good show. <laughs> Holy shit! I was, so Michael I was Madsen, so off. I feel sad. No. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that Fat in the Sun has come out with, which I mad respect. In that, it's almost it's it'll never be respected as much as a studio, but at the same time, it's almost what I would equivalent to. Because they, they kind of even do like Batman versus fucking Predator or like they do kind of what if scenarios yeah. as well as kind of um, uh, Batman scars. There's the one I need to see. I know it has the word scars in there, but uh, where this character is, uh, is almost like Kevin Conroy lights. The guy that plays that Batman in that series, the way they do it is almost is half respected as much as that that uh kevin conroy kevin conroy is like on a higher other fucking level but at the same time that guy has been playing that particular batman at that at within the batman in this bat in the sun yep. production um so uh they also do the ryu versus uh green ranger. green ranger like those kind of like kind of again not a what if scenario because there now is a what if but it's kind of like what 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 if, it was what if before what if like came what out. if right yeah it was yeah. what if before what if you're like oh do you oh. think scorpion can beat the white ranger do you think darth vader can fight, beat gandalf like it's uh it was crazy because they always started off like in a comic book shop and then they did like little scenario whatever whatever yeah. and they yeah, did their little I, sales I, and then you finally got to and it would be great production like it would be really like legit like probably the people that were that figured out you don't need a fucking three million dollar camera to put a, put out something good. Just yeah, great angles, great lighting, great. Just you can put out again. I don't want to say the equivalent, but something no, watchable the, to where you know you're not watching a home video. 
no, no, for sure. The the way the way that technology has grown, uh, there's a lot of things that can be shot on a cell phone that make it look amazing. You know what I mean? So so yeah. But I think the move, the one that you're talking about, Ash, the Batman one that you're talking about, is called uh, "Dying Is Easy." Uh, okay. Did you see that one? That one's really really good, and and they ended up getting a lot of primo actors to go in there. Doug Jones is in there. If you guys don't know who Doug Jones is, Doug Jones is. He's he's really big in the in uh, doing like prosthetics and makeup. He was Abe Sapien. He was the, the what's that? In Hellboy and in, uh, yeah. in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's also he has a reoccurring role in uh, Star Trek Discovery on the CBS or the uh, Paramount Plus app. Um, so yeah, he's they got they got a lot of good you know that that film. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's called Batman Dying Is Easy. It's really really good. There is something with scars, but I, I will look it up. But um, the and that has grown. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking over years. Like again, the lighting, him standing between gargoyles, like just whatever work they put into it, they're starting to get because to an actor, that's probably like two days work, and they could still do Netflix. They could still do everything else. Just you know, it's like the big thing is that fucking John Morrison was fucking. Um, Ryu in one of their things like John Morrison's a WWE wrestler but he uh parkour and capoeira but anyway but yeah so like they got big names they got names before people were ready for it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Michael Madsen Mr. Blonde which I recommended to you is going to be in the next thing which is the and it's crazy because he was the Green Ranger in the Let's call it for us the what if series, Green Ranger versus fucking Ryu and things like that. Like now they're building on it and making it a like a the legend of the White Ranger, White Dragons. Well, I think it goes deeper than that, doesn't it, Luis? I mean, especially in the in the Power Rangers comic book, like mm. it goes a lot deeper than that, doesn't it? The the White Ranger or the White Dragon. Yeah. What's interesting is that uh, Bat in the Sun recreated. Uh, they redesigned the Green Ranger costume. Mm-hmm. And then it became canon with Lord Dragon, which mm-hmm. is uh, essentially a multiverse, a different Green Ranger that never turned good and was just a piece of shit and overthrew Rita. If for anybody that's into uh, evil Power Rangers, Tom. yeah, evil Tommy. Uh, but what's so fascinating about that is like they used the redesign for Lord Dragon's uh, costume and then he starts absorbing other rings and stuff like that. So it's uh it's interesting because even um uh, uh jason david frank the green ranger actor mm-hmm. he's very loyal to saban which is the company that owns power rangers and he was like very forward with saying that saban approved the redesign of because he didn't want to be associated with anything that saban didn't have their blessing on so yeah. um so yeah so even well, i know, mean so saban is the guy that that is a, is a company that ended up you know, signing his paycheck. So of course he's going to be loyal to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's the longest, longest running Ranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I was never a power Ranger guy. I was always like a Voltron guy. Like I did get past that because mm-hmm. the pink Ranger was hot as fuck. But at the same time, like, again, what we always bring up, like it was kind of always be like saved by the bell. And then it would go on to this other show where it didn't ever it didn't connect because these characters weren't those characters because it would be all like 
yeah, yeah. like we're going to do this no, for sure. You know no, I mean? no, no, absolutely. Right. But it, it was just one of those things. I don't, and I literally just found this out like maybe a few months ago that the original, the Japanese version of Power Rangers, uh, the Super uh, Sentai, Super Sentai. Yeah, thank you. Um, it only had one female in there. So if you look at them, if you look, if you go back and watch the Power Rangers where, where it switches from, you know, the, U, the American actors and then it goes into the Super Sentai uh, and you see the Yellow Ranger, the Yellow Ranger is wearing like the, the, the pant unitard like all everyone else. But the Pink Ranger is the only one that has the skirt that's added on there. So in the Super Sentai, it was five teenagers or teenagers, but four of them were men and one of them was was female. I had no fucking idea about that. Like me as a kid watching them, like, oh, that's dope. Like the Yellow Ranger is the is a female, the the uh, Pink Ranger is a female also, and then the Red, Black, and Blue Ranger are are, are guys, you know. So it's just it was just one of those things where I was just kind of like I never knew that, and then I saw I think it was like on a TikTok that I saw. I'm like, did you know that? I'm like what the fuck like fucking mind blown and shit i'm just like oh okay that's cool yeah i like that did yeah. you know stuff um so uh luis sure. uh, how did the green ranger become the white ranger because i don't i'm sure you know that shit because the so the green ranger was uh, essentially created by rita the the, the villain and so yes. there was this green candle and as long as that green candle was burning he i know uh I'm getting there. And so as long as the green candle is burning, he has power. And so what ends up happening is he breaks out of his mind control from her. He starts helping the good guys, but then the green candle fizzes out. And that was supposed to be the end of the character. But everybody really loved the character, and so they brought him back. Fun fact uh, about the Super Sentai. Super Sentai in Japan was filmed when Saban bought the rights to bring it, and we called it Power Rangers, the only part that was filmed here in the States was with the American actors. They edited part. So all of the fighting, that's all super Sentai. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. um, So all of that was cut. Um, The white Ranger, that was season two of super Sentai. So if you notice the white Ranger, his costume design is different than the power, the rest of the power Rangers. They kept him on board because he was so popular here in the States. Everyone loved Tommy. Uh, they didn't want him to go. So even though in the Super Sentai show, it spread apart, like Green Ranger was just gone and that was just a thing. Here they're like, okay, let's let's do a different thing. Let's get the costume design of the White Ranger. And then they started having to do their own production. And by that point, Power Rangers turned into the phenomenon that it turned into. Right. And so they started filming their own stunts and they started doing all that. But um, so the reason why his costume looks different with like, the face shield instead of seeing like the lips and the, mm-hmm. the big eyes like a motorcycle helmet is because of that. So he lost his powers. Zordon's like, hey, we got a white dragon. Hey, let's do like this. It. And then uh, he gets the white tiger powers after that. You guys ready for the first game? Like fucking an hour and a half in. So I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> I feel like we got racist on that, but we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking commercial. No, I know. It's gotta be chicken. Everyone gets all nervous. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, you guys got the jack, right? Um Esteban, I mean, yeah, Stefan, you guys got the jack, right? Yeah. Jack of hearts. So you guys yeah. go first. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So do you guys want uh, uh, question one or two? Oh, sorry. First of all, this is a game is called True or False. And um, so do you guys want one or two? Please you pick. Oh, also more. I know. I, I'm getting to it. Fucking. I get this once every five weeks. And you're the one making faces. I expected it from them. Um, hi. So one, what I'm going to do is not even going to be on the show. It's going to be done because our viewers have stepped up and they have made videos where they ask you these guys questions. Oh, and we're going to edit it into the show. So it won't even be me asking these questions, which Luis is marking. The- so it's going to be one or two as far as true or false, because it's not going to it's going to be them asking. Uh, oh, one, you guys didn't choose between um, you guys didn't choose between rebellion or Sith. I wanted to be Sith, but I have a feeling we're going to be, uh, we want, we want rebellion, right? Is someone? Oh, fucking pick Sith. Sith? Yeah, you do. All right, we're Sith. All right, so you guys are Sith. So team Sith, you guys want uh, question one or two? Pick Luis. Two. You guys want two. This question was brought to us by Andy and Sandra. So you chose two. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange mentions approximately 15 million possibilities can be can play out mm-hmm. is that true or false it's false 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 my man false is correct it's yeah it was a much it was a much it more is approximately specific 14 million which means you guys get one so you guys get one point so you guys get one fist bump team rebellion you guys have this question thor's axe is called stormbreaker True or false? Oh, is that us? That's yeah, to you guys. That. Barman, you have nothing? Thor's the ass is... is called Stormbreaker. True or false? True. True. You guys both got the point. Ooh. Being that you guys have the original the original um, win, being that we're a tie, Team Sith has the... You guys still get to pick the next uh, category next. Dig so... Um, I also have the, this is where I'm trying to stall because I'm trying to go back to, okay, we did talk about what if. Uh, let, there, let there be Carnage scores a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Or Rotten Tomatoes, I heard it. Uh, Andreas, is that going to affect you seeing it? I haven't seen the first Venom, so I got to see that one. <laughs> <laughs> that score doesn't scare me away. <sighs> So, yeah, it doesn't affect much... you either way. Let's go that way. So, yeah, it doesn't affect me either way. <laughs> okay, Luis, it's a 67%. Is that turn you off to seeing it? Um, it turned off my girlfriend to seeing it, that's for sure. I already got tickets to see it this weekend. Um, however, the uh, what I keep seeing is that it's not it's not a good film. Uh, they Because I guess it's only 90 minutes. So it's shorter than what most films are. And so what it feels like, or at least the common thing that I've been reading is that um, there's a whole plot line that must have gotten taken out because it feels choppy. But even the things that like, uh, there's like a couple nitpicky things, but the one thing that resonates with me that is going to bother me, but I'm bracing myself for it is I guess there's a whole chunk where Venom is in a rave and, but the the music should bother him. Yeah. He doesn't like loud things. Yeah. So that bothers me, but now that I know... I, Did that bother you when the toast came up and nothing happened? Right, when the fire, it's on fire, or and the, he's just yeah. like, oh, like, I'm making breakfast. And it's, like, funny, and it's like, 
oh, that should bother you. <laughs> um, so it's bothering me, but I know that it's happening. But the only re- my saving grace why I didn't cancel my reservation after the reviews came out is um, everyone is shitting themselves over the post credit scene. Don't know what that is, and I'm purposely keeping myself away from it. But probably I have I have a feeling it has something to do with Spider Man because he the director was talking he was leaving little hints of a crossover with Venom. So I fucking uh, feel like that's the difference between Marvel, who has their shit together, yeah. and Sony, who kind of just and Tom Hardy in a Marvel universe will will make that shit amazing. Like I don't. I mean, it should. It yeah. should, but I mean, this motherfucker co-wrote the script of Venom too, so um, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I've, I've, but my just because you wrote it, as we've seen in in skits, just because you wrote it that way, that's not how the actor portrays it. Sometimes. How the director, how the director puts it out, right? Sometimes so, it's just got to be, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Carmen. Does that affect the way you want to see the? Uh, if you want to see, let there be carnage. Uh, no. I have tickets to go see it, so I will be watching it. Um, you sound ecstatic. Definitely. I mean, <sighs> after all the things that Luis just said, I was like, oh, great. I saw, <laughs> I saw you physically cringe when I said he got the part in a rave. You're like, <laughs> why is he in a rave? You see, the last time I went to see the first one, I went with my boyfriend and he had a lot to say about it. And I was like, can we just enjoy the movie? Can, can we just like, you know, just, and he's like, but, you know, A, B, and C. And I'm like, okay, well, um, I'm going to take my sister and her friend this time with me and my boyfriend. So um, let's hope the commentary is just on one side and it's, you know, like kept over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when you said that i was like oh i already know what i'm gonna be hearing so it's Brace fine. i mean yeah. i get to see tom hardy on the screen so that's all that matters to me uh what what ash what no nothing at all please please <laughs> no nothing at all <laughs> i'm i'm not, oof, who's that like dude i couldn't even pay attention to cloverfield because the girl he tries to save is fucking uber hot that's how, oh yeah so i'm I'm on you. That sounded weird. I'm on your level, but on the other side. Uh, Esteban. I mean, you know what, man? I saw the first one. The first one was all right. It wasn't like anything to... Did did it have the amount of anger that you have today? Oh, absolutely it did. Absolutely. I mean, the the amount of anger is like tenfold for this one. Tenfold. (laughs) Tenfold. You know? Um... (laughs) Uh, again, it's it's probably gonna be one of those scenes that I'm not gonna watch in theaters. Uh, I'll probably wait. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Because that's how I saw the first one. I saw the first one. Uh, but is it because of the movie, or because of the first one, or is it because of Rotten Tomatoes? Like, no, it's not any of that. Okay. It's not any of that. Okay. It's it's very much still because of the pandemic. That's that's yeah. mainly what it is, you know. Um, yeah. But other than that, that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we we have plans to do certain things for, you know, coming up for an AMC type thing and obviously precautions and whatnot. But um, for, for it to be in a packed theater, I, I can't do something like that. The, the horror movie thing that we're planning, I don't think it's going to be extremely packed. So that's why I'm all for it, you know. Um, but to go see Venom like opening night, I'm I'm probably gonna wait until it shows up on DVD. I mean, I haven't even seen Free Guy yet. I mean, the last movie that I saw in theaters was fuck, dude. Um, I honestly don't remember. No, I take that back. 
Uh, the last movie I think I saw in theaters. Tenet? Which one? Tenet. Did you see Tenet? I did not see Tenet. No, I did not. I haven't, I haven't even seen I know it's on HBO Max. I haven't even seen that one yet. Um, I think it's sad to say the last thing that I saw in theaters was Aquaman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Long time. Yeah, I think that was Damn. the last time. I could be wrong, but I think that was the last time I saw something in theaters was Aquaman. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's go in this order. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have settled the the Black Widow loss. Let's go with either a yes or no. We don't have to do a fucking story because we got to go into games and we got to finish this three-hour fucking Return of the King trilogy. Uh, Luis, do, uh, do we think Scarlett Johansson has a chance... Let's not even put it like that. Is there a chance for them to reconcile enough to be in future movies? Well, let's just ass- put it that way. I assume that I assume that she was done considering her character was dead. I'm thinking okay. no. I have a I have a quote of what she said if uh, if we want to hear it. Yeah, please. Uh, so in an interview with, with the Hollywood Reporter, she uh, end quote, I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney, stated Johansson. I'm incredible. I am incredibly proud of the work that we've done together over the years and greatly enjoyed the creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration for years to come. And so Disney Studios, uh, Alan Bergman added, I'm very pleased that we've been able to come to a mutual agreement with Scarlett regarding Black Widow. We appreciate her contributions to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I didn't know that. So Yeah. Oh, okay, so, I mean... They're still working together. Doesn't it's, mean that... Okay, but but even if it was like, uh, whatever, a flashback... Flash I can't even say this. I was going to say season, but a flashback episode... Even if the 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 new Black Widow were to have a flashback, like, do you think that's an option? It's hard because there's like a, you know, we saw Chadwick Boseman, but that's all planned out. It's so super, it's weird because I'm in and out so far as the voices, but the thank God the actual story is taking me out of who's who. And if that... I hear Loki fucking like a pinpoint. But other than that, I really don't give a fuck. Um, Andreas, do you have any other points on um, Black Widow uh-huh. or, or the. Yes, I could yeah. imagine them bringing her back now that they settled the shit. Um, yeah. Because they're doing multiverse shit. So they could be a version that she didn't die. So that doesn't matter. They could write her in if they wanted to and she wants to do it again. Um, you kind of. You kind of figured from the start that even though they were talking shit through the media, that it was going to get settled regardless. It, does, it looks bad on Disney's part, so I'm sh- sure they like as soon as this was announced, I knew that was going to end up happening. So, and it seems like they buried the hatchet enough where they're moving forward and still making films together. So yeah, I could see them doing this. Yeah, uh, Carmen. Um, I don't know what, obviously it wasn't disclosed what the terms were of the settlement, um, but I was watching the breakdown of the case from a lawyer that um, breaks down all the legal stuff, um, and mostly for entertainment purposes, um, and I, if I remember correctly, she had stated that 
Scarlett Johansson was compensated for all the streaming um, that was done in Disney. However, it obviously, as we stated before, it didn't compare to ticket sales, you know, and what that would have been in the box office. And I'm pretty sure in the settlement, we kind of got like the difference of that amount or what that would have been. Um, and so I'm happy that they gave her what she deserves, uh, one, because she's an excellent actress and um, she, everybody deserves a fair deal, whether, um, you know, the other movies that were just released on uh, platforms instead of, you know, just being solely on movie theaters. Um, hopefully we have now gotten a rain back on the situation currently that's going on and we get to at least some people get to go to theaters if they choose to do that and go watch the movies and you know like um, provide that incentive for creators um, actors directors and whatnot to keep giving us the movies we deserve and again I know most of us here are theater lovers. Um, so, you know, like we will keep supporting theaters and the box office and um, encouraging whether that be whatever type of actor to um, get paid what they deserve on the title that they're owed. And again, like I said previously, uh, Black Widow was a character and the Avengers and throughout the whole saga that kind of didn't get the justice she deserved, like the movie that she deserved until way later on. Um, so I'm happy that they reached the settlement and uh, I love to see her in Tower of Terror and that they're in ab amicable terms, you know, um, as long as I said, Disney is the one that looks bad in this deal um, because, you know, um, they kind of had a shortcoming with her. So um, but again, that was resolved. So moving forward, hopefully everybody gets paid what they're owed, uh, if they're owed anything. Um, like I know Cruella, right, kind of thought we were going to get, um, what's her name, Emma Stone, um, kind of the same similar suit. So hopefully they rectify that because of Scarlett speaking up. And now going forward, everybody gets their fair share of the streaming um views or whatever. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, some people may consider her being greedy because she wants more money for the ticket sales and stuff like that. But the way I see it, it comes down to uh, what your contract's saying, you know, and I know previously, you know, when we originally first talked about that, you know, I, I was, it sounded like I was siding with Disney a little bit more like, oh my God, like, why is she asking for so much money and blah, blah, this and that, how much she was paid for, you know, all the Avengers movies and this and that and stuff like that. But I mean, if you're, if you are contracted to do a movie and you are owed X amount of dollars, then you should be paid X amount of dollars. Uh, granted, yes, there was a pandemic, you know, things change and stuff like that. But if there's nothing like that in the clause of the contract, then pay her, you know, pay her what she's owed, you know. Um, I guarantee you, though, that what's going to end up happening is that it, depending on how long this pandemic is going to go ahead and last, I guarantee you that these studios are going to be writing a small clause in there, 
you know, adding to, to, you know, certain things and, you know, making certain changes that, you know, in the event of a national or worldwide pandemic, you know, then your salary is going to equal X amount of dollars or whatever. I'm sure there's going to be changes to something like that, but, you know, I'm glad that she's getting paid what she deserves, you know, because she did go ahead and obviously, and let's be honest, this movie was supposed to come out years ago. Okay. In the event of, because it was supposed to come out years ago, she is technically owed said monies for ticket sales. You know, if this was a movie that's being public, that's being, you know, produced and released now because of the pandemic, you know, then, okay, let's be a little bit understanding. Either you're going to, the studio is going to take the risk and just make it an exclusive theater release, or we're going to do digital and theater. So again, going back to the clause that the, the studio writes when they go ahead and put the, these contracts together. So um, it sounds like everything's amicable now and they're, they're fine that, you know, Disney's still going to go ahead and employ Scarlett Johansson for upcoming movies and whatnot. And, you know, good for her. You know, she fought for what she wanted and what she believed in and what was owed to her and, and she got what she wanted, you know, and end of story, you know, but I guarantee you that uh, contracts now moving forward are going to have some sort of clause in there stating otherwise, you know, that in the event of X, Y, and Z, then you're only going to get paid streaming services or you're only going to be paid X amount of dollars or whatever. And could it very well change what certain big A-list or Hollywood actors and actresses sign for movies? Possibly. Do they, would they care? Maybe not. I mean, we'll, we'll, we won't know that until obviously later, you know, if, if we have another pandemic on our hands or whatnot. So we'll see. That's why those contracts you need to fucking let your lawyer see before you even like as a as an artist that thing is like fucking 375 pages and that's why the lawyer needs to look at all that and let you know like i'm gonna dumb it down for you so that you don't have to fucking realize all of it um and i don't mean to um that's what it was that is ah that is what it's going to be but in a good way in like we didn't know whenever we think of the word pandemic we think of those fucking people that are in barns with those fucking weird masks that are like, oh, that was in 1820 or 1920 or 1930. Like that would never happen now. And then our flu shot, our new flu shot, I'm not going to get political, but do you know what I mean? Like it could still happen today is all I mean. Okay. So. um, Wait, hold on. I have a thought. Do you guys think that um, if this would have happened to, let's say, um Hawkeye or um uh Falcon right mm-hmm. um instead of it being uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier like let's say it was a movie um that we were supposed to get would they have been called greedy if they would have um fought for the money they were owed would they been as scrutinized as Scarlett Johansson was for filing the suit I, I, think I would so. hope so I would hope so but I can see, I can see the arc, the counter argument of it not, but I hope that they would have been. I don't. Uh, the issue I have with it is I don't see why people side side with multi billion dollar corporation corporations that are making money hands over fists on the films 
than the fucking actors who do the work. Yeah, they're millionaires and they're suing for more money, money that's fucking due to them when they signed a contract. So everybody giving a benefit of a doubt, like for Disney, it's like, fuck you. Do you know how much money they make? It's like, do you really give a fuck? And they're over here not upholding their signed contracts and they go, it's, I don't, I don't understand it. So yeah, when Carmen's saying is like, is it a woman thing? Uh, because she was the only Avenger and she didn't get a sh- her shot. And then this is her movie and they fucked her over. And yeah, nobody planned on seeing a pandemic, but it doesn't fucking matter. Like you signed a contract it, as the, the as the uh, company putting them backing the money for it. You're getting the majority of the money coming in for that movie and you're paying the actor a percentage of it. It's going to be a far less percentage of what you're making. You put up the risk. So obviously you're going to get more money out of it. So fuck it. This happened. You you signed a contract for this uh actor services you uh are entitled to pay them what they're fucking due so you failed to do that you got sued like, i didn't where do you get off like seeing looking down on scarlett johansson for getting what she's dude that it doesn't make any fucking sense at all and if like you'd really give disney the benefit of the doubt it's like they're making money hands over fists and she's taking a stand for other actors that's doing that's going through the same shit that's getting their movies put on that were due getting where people were getting uh, ticket sales uh, from those movies and their movies are getting streamed now and getting less money for it. She's taking a stand for them too. So this is going to affect them too. It's like, fuck you. Give me the money that you said that was due to me. It's not my fault that this shit fucking happened. You guys signed a contract, pay me. That's what it is. Plain and simple. So all this like, the first maybe sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you um on this but based on what you were saying and i don't know why it's not off the top of my head but was black widow the first big uh blockbuster movie that disney released just so like on both platforms or was there something prior to that because i know there was raya like the cartoon one right um, yeah the i know i know for a fact that that was supposed to be when movie theaters were opening back up that was supposed to be the movie and then they pulled it um and uh, one my one of my girlfriend's friends is in the industry and they mm-hmm. were really upset fucking so, mad um, bragging my bad dog no, no, no. <laughs> and uh, uh, I've actually been trying to get him an interview uh, uh, to to see if he'd be willing to. But I know it gets a little tricky when you're working with a movie studio. Um, but he was uh, he was working on the movie uh, uh, Wrath of Man, the Jason mm-hmm. Statham, Guy Ritchie movie. And mm-hmm. so before that movie came out the week before, it was planned that Black Widow was going to come out. And so when Disney pulled it, um, the whole movie industry was mad. Because a Disney film would have been what would have brought people into the movie theaters. Like, and it's like, you know what right. you are. It's supposed to like kind of give the people the confidence to start going. And at that time it was like 25% capacity and all that. And when they didn't do it, like everyone was furious. And then that's when they started coming out with uh, you know, with the Disney Plus this this access, but then you can also watch it here and do things. Mm-hmm. And so then they pushed it back until when we eventually did get it. Um, but yeah, 
So I don't know if it was the first one. I think Raya came out before it, but I know yeah, it I was supposed right. to be released twice and they pulled it twice until they finally did do it. It's fucked up because like if the star is fucking over the company, there's 12 fucking lawyers ready to fuck you over. But there's also 12 lawyers ready to try to protect you in that same instance for the and I'm not saying like it's it, it's a person versus a corporation like that's fucking nuts. Right. And, and that's and that would never and that's sorry, what, that, quick, but that but would that's never she deserves fucking merit because it, she's the one sole person that stood up to the corporations. You know what I mean? And it's like at least if even if I lose this case, at least I'm standing up and for other people to like look at their contracts before the movie gets released and like renegotiate that you know mm-hmm. and like i'm gonna go on a small rant and it's a fucking shame for disney that they didn't renegotiate with her or you know like that you know what due to the pandemic let's give you this or let's do this or whatever and not even revisit whatever contract she had like that's a shame on that corporation right because and, and- it's Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, to, to your point, Carmen, there's also the fact that there have been reports coming out that Scarlett Johansson's um, agent reached out to Disney multiple times to try to renegotiate her contract because the movie was pulled, you know, to try to renegotiate her contract for the Black Widow, for the Black Widow film, so that she were to get something extra because it's not only going to be in theaters but it's also going to be on disney plus so i think her her attorney or her agent's gone on record saying i've reached out to disney they failed to reach back to me and then it ended up going on both uh disney plus and in theaters so shame on you disney i agree and we both know for any step for a company it is a boardroom of people that any I sneeze and it has to be a thing like so we all know like a hey, Scarlett Johansson called in where whatever hierarchy that needs to happen and right. if Chris Evans said like hey don't put out my movie for three months no it's not even I that bro don't... it's not even that think about this no I'm saying if we're trying to make it more about no I I, I understand where you're, I understand where you're going but remember the when start when it was announced that she ended up suing Disney for this, who was the first person that was that notated or that came out saying that they were behind Scarlet? It was fucking Kevin Feige, the fucking idea behind this entire MCU. He was the one, he was one of the first ones to say, I don't agree with this. This should not have happened. It should have been a theater only release. It should not have gone to Disney Plus. He was the first one to back her up. Sorry, you know. when you the way that was said prior, I the first sentence I, it threw me off. But yeah, for sure, especially like man, there's people that are there's people that are building mm-hmm. your empire, and there's people. Hey, this TikTok guys are fucking awesome. Like there's producers that are looking at what's new and what's out and what's this and what's that, and there's fucking people that are like. I've done the research. I know what the fuck is up. And also, I am a people person because we're from the fucking heart. So there's the fucking the balance of fucking being a fucking person. And let's just say the word a nerd. And like everybody can fucking be happy. And Mm -hmm. you're as a company corporation, depending on these people to fucking make you money. And they're telling you this 
and you're like, oh, well, it could be fucking this other person. Like, mm-hmm. no, it can be, but don't shit on everybody when it's 27 million less. Bingo. I, I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. Uh, small, it's my fucking show, but small rent. Mm-hmm. I hate to my core that Vince McMahon thinks that NXT could have competed against Dynamite. I hate to my fucking very core that your bottom of the barrel, which was absolutely nothing but wrestling in his head, nothing about wrestling. And the thing that you kind of discard as the new 205 is not beating these people, Scarlett Johansson's, their Chris Evans, and you take it over and make it fucking horseshit. That can be a whole other show, but like, I hate that. I hate that it's something that you disregard, but these other people are building something that everybody fucking loves, that everything you're saying no to, they're saying yes to, Mm -hmm. and you still think you're fucking right. Mm -hmm. It's fucking shit. And it's something, it sucks because it's like, you're such a childhood hero to me. So every fucking story about Hulk Hogan, and McMahon and fucking everything. Like, that's my like whole childhood. And it's like, it's all shit. That guy's a racist. This guy is like fucking Hulk Hogan. All we ever see, all we ever wanted to see was Hulk Hogan win. But in reality, it was 15 years of Hulk Hogan winning. Imagine seeing Seth Rollins win for 15 years. That shit could never happen now. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, I'm on a whole fucking other rat. But no, no, but you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, for him to think that NXT, NXT can take on uh, AEW Dynamite, he's fucking nuts. He's fucking right? nuts. I'm going to take know? that shit over because I, my fucking, I don't even know these wrestlers. Can't and that's Adam the thing. Cole and all these other. Fuck you, and that, bro. Like, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. Is that he think him thinking that the his quote unquote bottom of the barrel wrestlers are going to go ahead and take over or dominate on uh, AEW? It's not going to happen because they're not household names. Household right. names in AEW: Kenny Omega, fucking Brian Daniels, fucking you know you got Chris Jericho that's still fucking wrestling. You know you've got you've got all these people, and there's a big possibility that Bray Wyatt may end up joining. I mean, yeah. come on! I mean, for this fuck's supposed to be sake, there this dude. week, but contract bullshit no for sure the fucking 90 day clause but for fuck's sake dude it's like come on let's be let's be fucking honest you know it's like it it, it goes it goes to the same thing like you really think that's going to go ahead and take down another corporation or take down something else it's like pay what your fucking performers are due and, and that's what that is it goes back to that it you know scarlett johansson was owed x amount of dollars because her contract said a b c and d okay no one could have anticipated a pandemic. And yes, of course, a lot of people may have may think like, oh, you know, she looks fucking greedy because of the whole pandemic and all this other shit. So, but Luis, go ahead. What's up, man? Nope. Carmen. Carmen. Um, I, just because of the, the wrestling talk, I never really, I dabbled a little bit in wrestling, don't know too much of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on my flight home from New York, I saw one of the movies that was on. You gained uh, one point. Oh. What the fuck? Gain one point. <laughs> uh, well, the movie, the the movie that I saw on the way back was mm-hmm. "You Cannot Kill Cannot Kill David Arquette," and yeah. 
it was a documentary uh, following him being ridiculed for winning the title, the WCW title. WCW yeah. title, yeah. Um, and how he had to cope with it emotionally and like after Ready to Rumble didn't do well, which I actually watched it as a kid. I enjoyed it, but it didn't age well, uh, but it was just one of those like guilty pleasures. But see, it's filming him in the current day of like how he can't get work and you'll hear him on the phone with his agent trying to get jobs. Anyway, long story short, it follows him wanting to no longer be a joke and because the wrestling community doesn't like him and so he goes to mexico he trains with luchadors he trains with all these like and so you see his journey of fucking training and then he starts doing these like backyard wrestling shows and like breaks ribs he like he almost dies he gets his fucking uh artery punctured in his neck like fucking crazy shit but then like like oh my god i totally fucking cried on the airplane like uh, the i i strongly recommend you to watch it um when you start to see like you're seeing him try a move fucking days in a row and he keeps fucking up he's like okay one more time one more time and it's like this dude in his 40s and he's still doing and then when you see like of the live event and you see him land the fucking backflip the somersault the body slam like and you're seeing it happen, but you see the work that it took for him to get there. It's like, it's fucking powerful. Uh, even if you're not like a big wrestling fan, uh, I think it's enjoyable for everybody. And if you are a wrestling fan, because there's a lot of well-known wrestlers that help him along the way, um, it is an absolute must-watch. I strongly recommend it. It is on Hulu. I feel like Lana did the work, got there, and then they let her go. And then they fucking start all over with fucking Eva Marie. And, like, I know that makes no sense to you guys, Bro, but, like... You know what, oh, man? God when it comes, it. Down, it comes down to that... We haven't to, even gotten to... Okay. To her being... To, for the WWE bringing her back, I think that's complete horseshit because they let go of a lot of people that had more talent in their fucking pinky than Eva Marie has. And then get upset because they're they're upsetting the studios. No, not even the studios. They're upsetting fucking um help me. Uh uh not TNT, help me. They're upsetting USA, USA Network and they're upsetting Fox mm-hmm. because Vince still thinks that you're going to be happy with anything I do. But they these fucking people have done the research and I hire I, I I'm going to give you a two billion dollar contract because I expect these people to put on a show mm-hmm. when you start letting go of people that's not the contract that I I hired you for when you feel like ricochet who's amazing that you could fucking build your whole shit on tomorrow you still see as fucking Brian Christopher as Scotty too hotty or a fucking like you you're you're stuck in your ways when these people are building like they're paying you billions of dollars mm-hmm. to say this is what we we had sorry again we comics trivia you guys have no uh Carmen and Andreas have the lead Carmen uh Carmen and Andreas I thought we were tied we were but she got no, another word but for, I got a point Wheel of Death. <gasps> yep. Stupid wheel. So do you want oh, question one or two? <laughs> question one or two? Uh, two. 
two. All right. So this question has been brought to us by uh, Luis appointed general, which we have not said general to all of us. Who was the superhero that was a member of both JLA and Avenger? You have 10 seconds. Do I read it again before I count down? Yeah. Yes, read please. It again. Who was the only superhero that was a member of both JLA and the Avenger? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, I have no idea. 5, just give a guess. 4, 3, 2, 1. Silver Surfer. What? Oh, I was totally wrong. It was Hawkeye. Did you say Hawkeye? I did, but you said something in Christmas. Silver Surfer, she said. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's cool. Comics trivia. Which DC comics character was Stanley's favorite? Oh shit. Read it again or no? No, no need, but I don't fucking know. Uh Stan, Ten, you got one? Nine. Captain Marvel? Eight. I'm gonna give a guess that it's Batman. What I'm gonna go ahead and I have Captain Marvel and Batman, which guys you go with you, uh, have, to, we, you have to stick between the two. Which one do you guys want? We'll take we'll take yours this time, because I genuinely don't know. It's just a guess. Captain Cap- Marvel. Then. Captain Marvel. Final answer. Both are wrong, and that's Lobo, which makes oh. you guys still have the point because that's Lobo. what you guys won oh. last time. Let's go into the next game so that we can just move on. Uh, name five. So, uh, Carmen, you guys have the the lead. Do you guys want question one or two? Um, one this time. One. I guess. All right. Name. Five movies, and you have 10 seconds. Name five movies Mel Gibson directed. 10. Oh, the Aztec movie. Um, Nine. The eight. Mayan. Lipto, the Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh, uh, Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. Eight. No, seven, six, five, four. Braveheart. Mm, I don't think so. Two. You directed that? No, one. Nine. Okay. It's Apocalypto, but I'm going to give it to you. I it's said Apocalypto. Okay. Uh, Andres said it. Andres no, I, said again, it. I, I already gave it to you. Can't argue. Oh, All right. I, I, <laughs> oh, excuse me. I think I don't think it'd be expected. A Team Sith. Uh, name. Wow. Name. <laughs> so Pasha. So he directed? He did. Thank you. No, I gave you guys two points. I was asking legitimately. I didn't hear you. No, no, I gave two points. Um, number two. You guys are going to hate that you guys can pick two. All right. And this game was got brought to you by Melissa, which will be brought up later. Name five movies. There was a trilogy or more. A trilogy Ten. or more? Batman. Star Wars. Eight. Terminator. Star Seven. Terminator. Star Trek. Star Trek. Eight. Five. Jurassic Park. Uh, Transporter. All right. So you guys have the one. Now it's two to two. So we're on game three. Let's keep going so that we can just, we can get to the other stuff later. Mm -hmm. All right. This game is being brought by Marcus. We're at two to two. Ty goes to the runner. Marcus. Carmen and Andres. This game was called uh, Movie Quote. Do you want one or two? Go ahead, Andres. Two. You have 10 seconds. The movie quote is, some people are worth melting for. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. It's a snowman. It's a fucking snowman. Two. Uh, let it go. Uh, the, the Disney movie. 
One. Um, frozen, frozen, frozen. You had it on one, and you have the points. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you had it on one, because I was really... All right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I appreciate you slowed down your counting because you knew I was trying to get you, it. My you, brain never would have gone there. As a host, as you put Good me job. on blast for giving you the... All right, do it. Thank you. All right, you. so... <laughs> movie quotes. <laughs> Team Sith. It's just a flesh wound. Brought to you Monty by Marty Python. Marty Python and the Holy Grail. Boom. I guess it's tie again. <laughs> because it might be it might be brought to the point of um oh, no on the last oh. on the last game. Oh that's a fucking 80s disco song. I know that we're at eleven fourteen for everybody on fucking blah 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 time. But uh I did my best. We are at a tie score. Which, if there's a tiebreaker, meaning you guys both have it, there is a tiebreaker. So, Henry Cavill would like to pay the Bond villain rather than 007. Nobody has a problem with that, right? Hell no. He was, uh, did anybody see him as the villain in Mission Impossible? Yes. I liked it. I liked Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Um, I was uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Was it Rogue Uh, Nation? Was that um, it? No, I don't. Ghost, no. I think it was Rogue Nation, actually, yeah. Um, I was such a sucker for that scene where he reloads his arms. Like, before <laughs> fight. like it was so cheesy, but it was just so bad. Like, that fight scene lasted fucking forever. It was and a dope fight scene. It, it really was. It was a really good fight scene. Uh, but, so and I'm, let's be I'm, honest. I'm let's be honest. Ever since that ended up happening, everyone fucking reloads their arms right before <laughs> the fight. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Did you just reload your fucking arms? <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready now. Yeah, that was pretty badass. Yeah. So pre that movie and pre-married and pre-even meeting Diana, do you remember when we saw a hot chick ghost hot protocol? Chick. Oh, when we saw yeah. ghost protocol. Ghost hey, protocol. Dude, that was years ago. <laughs> There was, there was one night, it was one night, and I think it was way before I met my wife. Way before I, went, uh, way. I ended up meeting my wife. I like how you keep prefacing that. <laughs> I don't even know uh, she existed. Ash hit me up. Ash hit me up, and he goes, hey, man, you want to go watch a movie? And it was, I think it was like oh, 9 yeah. o'clock at night already. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go. Let's fucking go. And he goes, all right, cool. Uh, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't care, wherever. You know, and he goes, all right, well, I'll, I'll drive to you. I'm like, all right. So we went to the Pony Hills Mall. And he goes, do you want to watch Ghost Protocol? I'm like, yeah, let's watch Ghost Protocol. I told him, I'll pick up the tickets. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll go ahead and go. And he's like, all right. Uh, fucking went to go see Ghost Protocol. That shit was, that movie was the fucking shit because we watched it. I think it was like 11 o'clock at night. And that movie was the fucking shit. There was like nine chicks before we even got in. Like, Ghost Protocol, Ghost Protocol. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah. And that's what we were saying. Whenever we saw a hot chick, we were just like, what's protocol? Hey, Ash, 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 over there. 10 o'clock. What's protocol? What's protocol? That's so funny. Like, just little things that make us us. So, I I think, obviously, other than Superman, uh, because of The Witcher, my eyes are open to everything he can play. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Cavill is very, well, I know him as, as I know him as Cavill because, like, we text. But he's such a give him the franchise yeah. that, like, I'd rather play this to not be another franchise yeah. that I have to 
you know what I mean? Like top, like Tom Cruise is like nine franchises. Like mm-hmm. just he's more like okay, well here would I here's where where I would be stuck if you give me twenty seven franchises. No, like, no, yeah. for sure. If yeah. you want to see a very young Henry Cavill, watch the movie The Immortals. He was in that movie The Immortals, the the um, Greek God movie. Watch that movie. That's a very he's very young Henry Henry Cavill. Uh, so anyone that's listening, if you want to see a very young Henry Cavill, uh, pre Superman, where he's he's actually pretty he's fit in the movie and he and he but he's not like both Superman up. buff, yeah. you know he's he's pretty thin and and, and lanky. Uh, watch the movie The Immortals. Hmm. Everybody went. I have a three for so I'm gonna ask a three for so you answer all three. One going with the seven because he just left off. Thor Dark World wants Thor Dark World director wants a Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. Two Henry, I'm sorry, I always said Henry Cavill. Mark Hamill is impressed with the prequels. Says they have their own art. They have they they have their own identity. <laughs> okay. And then this is I'm not going to involve the third one because the third one is the conversation. So um, Dark World does it deserve a fucking Snyder cut? I think Fuck so. No. Oh. You think so? What I think, think so. Was, <laughs> you think there was like a maybe a lot of like a you know what's crazy? I, I think what Dark if? World. I think Dark World was very choppy. Um, and like it was kind of like you know squeezed together. If if I yeah. will say so, you know. So yeah, I think it does. It deserves a, a Snyder cut. Yeah, because even in the what if in the mm-hmm. Thor world, like when you saw Loki at like full on fucking ogre, mm-hmm. like it was kind of like. It threw me off, but yeah. hearing his voice was like, like my center. Like it was like, yeah, oh no, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark Hamill being impressed by the prequels. I there's the the prequels. I like the prequels. I never dislike the prequels. They stand alone for themselves. You know, there are certain things that I do like, and there's other things that I don't like from the prequels. But overall. I will sit down and I will watch the prequels. There's other people in my household that feel otherwise, but um, as far as the prequels, I, will, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, as far as the prequels go, I I enjoy them. I like them. Yeah. I think I think if you set aside Hayden Christensen's acting, you know, and you understand the story of Anakin Skywalker becoming Vader, it it, it is a heart wrenching, gut wrenching story. I mean, let's be honest, you know, I I feel it really is. So what girl would stand by you after you said, I slaughtered the younglings. Okay. No, but of course, but you need to see that he was manipulated in doing so. I understand. But I'm saying like, okay, I understand. Again, I was agreeing with you, but somehow we disagree, but I agree with you. Okay. Luis, is your guy giving you a head? What is your feeling on on, uh, the Thor... Thor, Dark World, and Harry Henry Cavill. Um, Don't bring his Mark, head up like Mark like Hamill, <laughs> not Henry Cavill. Oh, uh, Henry um, Cavill and Mark Hamill. No, um, talked about that. Sorry, Mark Thor, Dark, Thor, Dark I, World, and Henry Cavill. I know. I God know. damn you, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. I got it. it. It's the bill. It's first the bill. question for the the first question. And I didn't even uh, drink as much as I usually do. Uh, first question. No, I don't think it needs a Snyder cut because I don't think everything needs a needs a an extended cut. I know Ayer is pushing for it, but I don't think it's necessary. Same with Dark World. 
I think it said what it needed to say. I feel that uh, Endgame did a good job of tying up some of Dark World because it kind of like segued, so like kind of show a different perspective. Uh, regarding Mark Hamill, I think it did a good job of even making Loki not a good guy, but at least the little not a, a little of sprinkle of not no. being a dick. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, uh, much agreed. And then uh, the second piece of that of the uh, Mark Hamill thinking it's its own thing, uh, I would agree. Yeah, uh, Andreas. Yes. What do you feel about that? Um, a kind of the two minds of the Thor: The Dark World. Uh, How cold is it in your place? You can set the temperature. Nobody even noticed. Why I noticed it. Oh, You're mad God. tripping. Has it? <laughs> Has it kicked in? What are you doing right now? Sorry, I'm talking to Carmen. Carmen, yeah. you know I'm talking to you, but you stay quiet because you know it's fucking me over. I'm sorry, Andres, go ahead. Okay. Uh, like I was saying, I'm with two minds of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, not every fucking movie needs it, uh, but also I would like to know what a director's true vision of the film was, and if that's not what if that's not what the studio put out and it's different from what the director shot or wanted it to be represented, then yeah, I understand it. And I would like to know what he truly wanted. Uh, but yeah, not every movie needs it. So yeah, I'm kind of conflicted. There was a whole other movie before you wanted that though. Maybe he didn't know that was an option. Yeah, I suppose. Like it's fucking nuts. Like it's not even like the, um, the dark world. I can't think of the third one. It's not even it's Thor 3 to say that. Ragnarok. You know what I mean? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Um, all right. So uh, did everybody go? All right. Good. Yes. So Book of Boba Fett is coming out December 29th to stream. Um, let's make this another two for Book of Boba Fett's coming out uh, December 29th. And then Terry Silver is shown on the next Cobra Kai trailer. Or the recent Cobra Kai trailer. We kind of all knew that's where it was heading. Fucking probably from as soon as they showed uh, Crease is where we knew we were going to that. Um, the Boba Fett thing, Book of Boba Fett, I'm fucking far more interested in. In that, that could be a one and done and go back to Mandalorian. Or we could go wherever we're going to go. And I'm speaking general because, again, I'm not canon and I don't know the maybe the 27 books that he has. But like in the generic world, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, if it's one season, everything leads to something else. So if we do Ahsoka, if we do fucking Mandalorian, I don't feel like we're ever going to I'm not going to overstep on your series. We're all we're all going to go into kind of like a um scarlet no scarlet which is going to go into this it's going to go into this like we're never going to kind of overstep without and i say that respectfully um so whenever boba fett's done pretty much we're going to get mandalorian the next just so that everything could be continued um what do we let's go with uh, carmen first the book of boba fett I'm sorry, I didn't know you went black. Um, the Book of Boba Fett 29. Yeah, I know. Book of Boba Fett 29. What do you expect as well as if you're not watching uh, Cobra Kai or R, what do you expect from any of that? Or were you shocked by the inclusion of part 
three of Karate Kid. Nope. Uh, Andres, same question. You're muted, Carmen. Nope. Keep, no, for sure. Put the thumbs up. No, I got it. Sorry. Um, you get it. For sure. <laughs> no, I, I got that I was muted. I forgot. Sorry. I was having internet issues. Um, but um, Carmen. Cobra Kai. Yes. That's uh, the cat that, that passes by. Yeah, it is. I know. With the tail. It's like it's whiskers. So he's having his moment right now. But he's staring right at the camera like he knows. Sorry. He's like, it's my time. Um, <laughs> Cobra Kai. Um, I I don't think I remember much of the third movie. So the character that's being brought back to the season of Cobra Kai, um, I, I'm a, fine with it, I guess, because I hope before i even talk about that boba fett i'm excited about it um it's in october so it's much sooner than i expected it i expected it probably like through the year like december um so i'm excited for that because uh we're already in october as of tomorrow so um it's a couple of weeks um due and then uh what is the character of cobra kai sorry guys um can you briefly relate it back to the third movie so he is another um mr miyagi stopped training daniel for a bit and right got a new master and that was uh who we're seeing in the third season of cobra kai uh, but he wasn't a nice person he was kind of training daniel aggressively but he was doing it uh as a farce to get back because he is john crease's uh, friend and he's basically the guy that put up the money for for Cobra Kai um, so Daniel LaRusso gets his ass beat by some of the uh, Silver's uh, I guess other Cobra Kai uh, students at the time and he goes back to Mr. Miyagi who Mr. trains Miyagi. yeah so that's basically the story I mean, based on what you explained, and I don't know why I cannot recall the third movie um, off the top of my head, but... Wasn't that good? Um, How dare you? It was good. You thought so? <laughs> it was... It was, um, it was... I mean, it was the only movie that wasn't in a competition, and but I mm. think that's the part where I, I was... I got pulled out of it. Like, I don't know why my brain made it sense that, like, oh, he's good in karate competitions, but the idea that he was defending the princess or whatever the fuck the emperor's daughter i was like he's a, a a fight to the death and he's trying i don't know like i i felt empty when it was over like uh uh similar to what was it rocky was five when he fought his like at the yeah. the big climax was where he fought his son near the trash cans you know and i was like that's it like that's what i get like i just it was yeah I mean, I feel like then, um, based on what you explained, Andres, and I'm thankful that you did, um, it will add to the character or the storyline that we are going with as far as like Cobra Kai, Mr. Mr. Miyagi Dojo, where it's like very different mentalities dealing with karate and the way that you use karate. Um, And so this is, again, now it's like they're trying to go against um what's his name uh the guy that took over cobra kai at the end john crease yeah john crease um so they're going after you know john crease which is definitely a more aggressive style of karate 
um, you know, as one would say, to the death. Um, so then bringing this other character in, which will definitely add more of that. Um, I could see where the stakes are going to be higher, um, whether it's in the competition or even the fight scenes that they had, you know, at the high school or outside of the dojo, they were great. Um, so I think it, it will add a lot of, a lot of depth to the characters as far as the maybe the way that they develop because again they're still high school kids they're still growing up and they're they're seeing their masters kind of like still have this battle between them from something that was unresolved years ago and they're kind of being brought up brought into it you know and it's like maybe they'll get to see that um perhaps all the rivalry is like unnecessary it's just an art it's a form of you know like expressing yourself and you don't need the aggression as far as like it's a team versus team although it is a competition you know like but the aggressiveness out of it could be like put aside well it's green lit for another season before the seasons ever come out so none of that's going to be hashed out uh karate kid three is the way the the way, I don't know, not even that. I don't want to say a throwaway because it was a, trying to tell a different story. Um, Karate Kid 3, as a hero of mine, you know, Karate Kid 1, just get over the bullies and just finally win. Karate Kid 2, this is for fucking real life, got the chick. And in part three, he was in friend zone. And then on the second, on the second part of the same movie, one by some weird Tai Chi, like something you see in the park at 5 a.m. And it was kind of like, there's nothing, there's no saving grace to this movie at all. And this guy beat his ass. And this this girl that he didn't even win at the end was like, there was no saving grace to that movie at all. But what was great now is that they're making this new season he wasn't a uh, daniel wasn't agreeing with miyagi in that uh everything he's ever been taught you're still teaching me this but i'm getting my ass beat every day by this guy is just just aggressive and it's like johnny went to a point but this guy is like he's gonna fucking beat my ass mm-hmm. and like miyagi was like everything's about honor and we got this and we're like that like and and the 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 new guy the new bad guy was just beating his ass but what was great is the guy that daniel went to was also cobra kai so that's the whole link in to where daniel went to the one person that at least he didn't know because it was like well he knew it was cobra kai but he thought it was going to be like cobra kai the new direction, which is also Hawk's thing. We're going to go a new direction or even Miguel's thing, a new direction. Just we're going to be good Cobra Kai and it's never going to be good. You're just going to go always the worst. So it's kind of like little, little bits of what everything Daniel went through to go even deeper than that. As a, I'm not a parent, but as a parent, when a kid says, you don't know how I'm feeling and you fucking dealt with that, when you were 13, 14, 15, like they don't think that you know that you went through that shit. And just just because it wasn't that the same era 
-hmm. you did you were offered drugs you were hey let's go fucking do this hey let's go fucking blah 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 and Mm -hmm. just everything that we could have gone through the the next generation thinks that we have no idea because we're old yeah that's just do you know what i mean like fucking daniel was like no you never been through that shit fuck you even up to part three mm-hmm. was like saying that shit. Like, no, I Miyagi mean, was like, I did, bro. Like, and gave you instances, mm-hmm. fucking cried to you about how my, my fucking wife lost her kid, our mm-hmm. kid, everything just gave you everything. And just even if that's why part three never made sense to me. But Terry Silver is very much anticipated because we got crease. Right, because we got Crease, and because Crease never turned good, mm-hmm. like now we're waiting for the the ultimate bad. Because Terry Silver laughed at you bleeding while you were bleeding, looked at you dead in the eye, mm-hmm. laughing. Where Crease is more like cerebral with his shit. Like, no, just do this. No, you're good. Yeah, no. yeah. Like, I'm gonna fuck you over in the end. But mm-hmm. with Terry Silver, like, I'm fucking you over. And you don't even know it. And I'm mm-hmm. laughing in your face. Like th- that's how Terry Silver was. Mm-hmm. So I'm going everywhere with that. But so it's a good build. And I'm more interested in the next season. Because if they don't go fucking Karate Kid 4, which I don't even remember the bad guy. Because I, I feel like it's a it's a female. Which could be good for fucking. Wait, karate Kid 4? You mean the next no Karate Kid? kid? That next one, part. the next Karate Kid with uh, what's her face? But that one didn't have Danielson, so I don't think they... No, no, it didn't, but just to round out the world and then a lot of the Oh my god, that was Hillary, is... Hillary Swank, right? Hillary mm-hmm. Swank. It was Hillary Swank. But to round out the world Yeah. And then for sure you have somewhere to go. That would be, actually, okay, now the, I was I was about to shit on your idea, but how cool would that be as a cameo at the very, very end of like there was somebody else that was trained under Miss Miyagi and then end. It's very, it's very uh, possible. Uh, son, when I use the quotes, it's very son to son, and it's been very building to my daughter versus this Tory character who we don't know who the parents are, which we will probably find out who the parents of Tory is, and then which is leading very much towards my daughter could have a storyline after this. Because yeah. where do we go after Miguel? Like it could very well be whatever the whatever they're they're very much building up a marvel world without it being a marvel it just it's mm-hmm. all happenstance and all coincidence mm-hmm. i only have one more game and oh, you fucker wait no <laughs> the only reason you win is because andreas wasn't on that's fucked up yeah all right but, um but one thing does that make before, sense though it does one thing i wanted to say before we move on to the next thing is um, we only have one more game and one more question. I'm gonna after. I'm gonna preface this with this was not my choosing. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend Dana, again, not me. My girlfriend Dana watches so Dancing with cool. the Stars, and in Dancing what? with the Stars, with Miss, um, uh, Crease is one of the stars mm-hmm. dancing. Crease, you, Crease, uh, the actor, Crease, the actor. If you want to lose respect for someone faster, Jesus, watch it. Because in watching it, like I was, I was fucking playing on my phone, and I looked up, and I'm like, "That's the guy from Cobra Kai." She's like, "Yeah, 
<laughs> and I, first of all, it showed his age because he's in his sixties, yeah. and so like he's like barely moving, and I'm like, he can't move in his own show. Sorry. But it's like, but but they they film it in such a way where he still looks like a badass. He still looks like he can do shit, or at least that's the way I envisioned it. That's the yeah. way I see. That's the way yeah. I saw it. And so seeing him like not dance well, I was like, ah, you're the villain. Like they should have <laughs> got Johnny. Just push you over, like you'll. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of my story. They sh- they should have got the people that could still move, like either Daniel, which is real stiff, but Johnny is like the guy that could. Actually, yeah, you didn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his real name. Anybody? Anyway, no, I don't, okay. I don't either. Uh, I all right, so last game, Billy last Zab- game, and then last subject. All right, uh, are we still at a tie? That yeah, is whiskers. We're still at a tie. We're at a tie. At a tie. All right, this game is brought to you by Vanessa. I'm gonna go ahead and still say that Carmen and Andres still have the lead, right? So, do you want lyric one or or lyric A or lyric B? Carmen. B. Okay. So B, you either have the either name the band that sang this song or finish the lyric. You guys ready? You have 10 seconds. You guys ready, please? Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. Looking down the barrel of a shot. Oh, excuse me. Looking down the barrel of a hot metal 45, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Oh, we don't have it. We don't. Five. You don't have it? No. Okay, so if I'll, if I'll say the whole thing, and I'll be half a point, just in case they don't get it. Looking up down the barrel of a, of a hot 45, uh, I'm saying it wrong. Looking down the barrel of a hot metal 45, just another way to survive. Nope. Danny California, Red Hot Chili Pepper. All right. Team Sith, finish the lyric by Vanessa. I wanted more. Than life could ever grant. Finish the lyric. Honestly, dude, I don't know. Same. Same. So then, just I'll just go five, four. Okay, Three, I'll two, just one. say the whole thing, and then you just say the band. Then okay. I wanted more than life could ever grant me. Bored by the chance of saving faith. I got it. We're at a tie. We are at a tie. So then, I do have a tiebreaker. Thank well, you, Vanessa. Esteban guessed Morrissey. Is it? It's not Morrissey. Oh, okay. It is Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. Today, uh, today by Smashing Pumpkins and Team Rebellion, yours. Oh, I already said Ten California Red Hot Chili Peppers. So the last thing that we have today, and then we'll go into the tiebreaker, and then we are done for the night. Thank you guys. Um, what's sad that is that I did try to pull an uh, woo! I did try to pull an Andreas, and I really wanted this to be like maybe an hour and a half. And thank you guys. Jam, jams. <laughs> did you guys hear jams? I did. Please tell me you heard jams. James McAvoy would like to return for X Men pending a good script. So he won't be coming back. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like it's a. It could be kind kidding, of like a, kidding, kidding. Oh, jokes. It's amazing that J- uh, Andrew Garfield is still saying, like, I'm not in it. And I'm, I kind of feel like I'm kind of hoping that he's he's going anti because if he's really not in it, it's one of those things where like like he wasn't invited. Cole saying like I'm not no not Cole. Who would you guys know? It's like the Rock going. I'm not going to show up at Survivor Series. I'm going to go show up at WrestleMania. But everything says you're showing up here. 
So mm-hmm. then when he, when you don't show up here, everybody shits on the fucking whole pay-per-view. But I told you the entire time, I'm not going to that episode. Uh, only Andreas prob- and, and Stefan probably knows. But when people expect, it it becomes true. Like it be, it's been said so many times, it becomes like true. Now we all know that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to do one last show. Um, Captain America is going to be in the next what if. Like as Chris, uh, Chris Evans is going to be in the next what if. It's been said so many times where now it's going to be a letdown because clearly only studios and Chris Evans knows like I'm not going to be in the next one. And I've told you to your face, but the legend has grown to where. So uh, James McAvoy says, but as long as you have somewhere to go, I think James McAvoy is going to say yes. As long as you link to every fucking movie I fucking did, because I had nine Wolverines, I had fucking eight gambits i had like as long as you make my shit make sense that could be my little tag to to make everything i made relevant seven um does that make sense though everything i said yeah i mean it'd be cool to see him come back but i think i'm kind of i kind of want to see a fresh start for the x-men um so if I was the one casting, I'd probably cast Mark Strong as Professor Xavier. Mark Strong is Mark Strong was the villain, the main villain in Oh uh, Green Lantern. He was also in Kingsman. He was also in Kickass. He was the villain in yes. Kickass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was the villain in Shazam. I can't not see him as a bad guy though. But that would uh, be cool. Finally, that would break him out. I think and- I think he I think he'd be a pretty dope uh, Professor Xavier. I see him more as Magneto only because of past, but again, that'd be great to just break him out. And even if even if you do something where like he's a little shady only because you know when the Mm -hmm. mutants wanted to become their own thing and just don't judge us, there's a little bit of Magneto in him. Right. No, for sure, for sure. I, I mean, I think Mark Strong would be an amazing Professor X. Um, but I mean, would I want to see James McAvoy again as Professor X? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think he played a, prof- a, a fantastic Professor X, you know? Um, so we'll see. Uh, uh, Luis. Um, if he comes back, great. If he doesn't also great. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't like him. It was just more of a, uh, I'm, I'm curious. I, I at this point, I have faith in what Marvel does uh, with how they introduce these characters. So it's, it, um, looking Luis, forward to seeing how that happens. Yeah. So so I don't mean to cut you off, but doesn't it seem like, okay, we've seen the Fox universe. You know, we've seen that universe already. Okay. Isn't it, wouldn't it, isn't it refreshing to see just kind of like who can also play these roles? Absolutely. Oh. You know? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Hugh Jackman was a phenomenal Logan. He was a phenomenal Wolverine. But I'd love to see someone else take on the role and take on the claws. That one, that one holds different, though, for me, personally. One second. Can I butt in? Yeah. There is a thing where we want to envision somebody that's already established. Mm -hmm. Where even, look at Tom Holland. Tom Holland is fucking perfection as Spider-Man. He was in English stuff. He was in... I, I didn't know that actor. There's 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 so many people in English stuff in just different country stuff mm-hmm. that absolutely fit the bill, but we're looking for oh that guy was in fucking <clears throat> that guy was in uh the wire. 
That guy was in fucking Breaking Bad. There, we're limited to what we think we want, and then there. Oh fuck! Not Colin Farrell. Colin, uh, who helped out the Kingsman? Colin. Oh, something, right? uh, Colin. Fuck! What's his name? Right, Colin something. Yeah, but yeah, go on, go on, go on. I'll, put, I'll him find in, his put him, put him in a bald cap. Yeah, he has the right amount of "I'll kick your ass," and and still, I care for you immensely. But you know, it just—he's a guy that's training people to kill other people. Colin Firth. It's, yeah, and he was in um, Bridget Diaries, Bridget Jones Diaries. Like, but in the next he movie, he's fucking slaughtering everybody in the fucking room with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's just we're whether we want to say as Americans, whether we want to say there's people that we wouldn't think there was a day where we wouldn't think Anthony Hopkins would ever do a comic book movie. But you set it up right. You do like hey, you're in two movies. You're in three movies. You may do a fucking eighth, but not an eighth movie, but you may be down the line if you're available like. There's just where we are mm-hmm. in these movies is what we can't fathom. And that's what uh, what is amazing. Yeah, so yeah, when, yeah. sorry, when somebody has done two movies and says, I won't do a comic book movie, I, I, I say, fuck you. Because Henry Cavill's saying no to franchises mm-hmm. on a comic book movie. No matter what he's ever done, he's saying no to franchises on a comic book movie. Ben Affleck, is saying is deciding if he wants to be Batman or not on a comic book movie. Like just homie, I'd love for him. Like, I feel like our compromise is gonna be I'm gonna be Batman one more time and then deal with Keaton and deal with uh Pattinson. But I I dreaded the day that I was gonna see because I, I expected Ben Affleck, like, hey, fucking, I'm George Clooney, I'm Batman. But Ben Affleck did it. Because he's a fucking nerd. Mm-hmm. He's uh Matt Damon is dick and fart jokes, but born identity is a fucking amazing. Just killing people with a a newspaper. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. The the greatest thing about nerds is that we deal with shit as if it's real and we give it the credence that it fucking needs. That's why Mike Hamill is amazing as the Joker. And he hasn't done anything since the fucking seventies, and is the Joker is is this? He's the trickster. No, no, don't fucking start shit. I'm saying he has a whole second other life as a voice because he takes things serious. It doesn't matter if I was Mark Hamill there, because Mark Hamill's not Tom Hardy. He's not. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins, just he is what he is. Yeah. But at the same time, through voice acting, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill was the the Jedi we needed when he needed to give his life up for this Jedi. Like he had, there's no way that Re- Return of the Jedi, Mark Hamill, could be the same as this person. Does that make sense? Yeah, there was a journey there that we never saw. If they do that with Sebastian, when I when I do that, I'm not disregarding that. Saying if they happen to do that because they look alike, but I don't need it because Mm -hmm. I feel like everything he's ever gone through, 
And I kind of feel like when they saved, uh, when he saved, I can't think of his name, so I'm going to say Baby Yoda amongst everybody. Grogu? Like, that was kind of a, Grogu. kind of our little, Grogu, that was kind of our little, what you want, you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. It, it kind of all makes sense. And I kind of love it. Andreas is signed off. No, I'm here. Sorry. Gotta go to the restroom. It's all good. Uh, so, our last thing of the day. Um, we were stalling that whole time for you because I didn't know if you were done or not. Sorry. My apologies. No, no. It's all good. It's my fault. Um, all right. So, the last of the last. Um, let's go into one last thing because I'm going to stall. Esteban. You. This is our, I promise this is our last thing. Um, do we hope sooner or later in Cobra Kai, we need to go into original stories and not hope for, oh, we involved somebody from mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. other movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I could see, like, if you go to part four, mm-hmm. that's your only, like, pull the ripcord. Yeah. But sooner or later, it's not going to be Daniel Sun and fucking Johnny. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, it's going to be the CW. It's going to be about the kids. Right. We're going to lose the little the touchstone that we have. And I yeah. feel like the studio knows the, the torch isn't passed. Mm-hmm. That's why it's kind of like it's it's two episodes about Johnny and Daniel. And then mm-hmm. it's like nine episodes. There's little touchstones about like, OK, OK, so you're not interested in that. But eh, sooner or later, mm-hmm. it's going to go to that. And I feel like that's when it's going to be like done because you got us, which mm-hmm. is fucking beautiful because it's the kids are now watching because of how hot the girl is or how hot mm-hmm. Johnny's kid is or Daniel's kid, whatever the fuck they're watching mm-hmm. for sooner or later, they're going to try to go vampire diaries and that's where they're going to lose everybody. And then they're going to wonder why, like that's the <laughs> fucking show that you're watching the show with your kid with, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, because like, Oh, Daniel's doing this. Oh, but Daniel's kids doing this. Mm-hmm. Like so it, they have to figure out a way. Because in reality, this is the season where the bad guy is working. The bully is working with the good guy mm-hmm. with our with our uh, childhood. So right. where are we going from? Where do you think we're going from this? It's a really good question. And I don't think I'm the person to ask, to ask that question because I don't give a shit about Cobra Kai. Oh, you, you're not because you think it's all fucking childish. Yeah, my bad. Carmen. <laughs> Um, I think that they're just trying to build the young characters so that they can stand alone, uh, as you said, going forward in their own show without having the, I don't want to call them old characters because in that age oh, of and Oh, damn. That, that's exactly why I said I didn't want to call them the old characters. <laughs> that, oh, I'm the like, reason? I'm the reason? You are. You're always the reason. But um, right, no. I'll tell you this. Team Rebellion. Easy Huber if, if you win, I will take a shot. If Team Sith wins, I don't take a shot. But Andreas has to take one shot because he's anti. So it's an anti-anti. What? What? No, no, no. The I next, heard the next game that we're going to play. Then other it's a team break. It's a tiebreaker. Oh. It's a team breaker. It's a team and tiebreaker. It's a team tiebreaker. <laughs> you guys are at two and two. Okay, what's the tiebreaker? All right. All right, so the team tiebreaker is going to be 
you're going to hate slash love me as I'm stalling for time because I'm bringing up the playlist. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Songs never God. come out well on your mic. We've been through this. The, I, no, I'm going to do it five <laughs> seconds at a time. Oh, God. So, um, <laughs> we've done this. <laughs> we have done this, but uh, remember how the mic, it, it starts to calibrate when you start playing music. So we only hear like the first second. And you'll be playing it for like 10 seconds, but we won't hear any of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, because this is why. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever brought it up. No, it is not. No, it's funny. no I know it's not. not. Okay, no, it's got not, it. but it's funny. You're making a joke. You're making a joke. Got yeah. it. <sighs> see this. That's why Marcus has brought that up. You can't see my screen, can you? Yeah, we're looking at you. You're looking at me or my screen? I'm looking at you. Your <laughs> face. No, still playing on my phone. Why? Why? <laughs> That's funny. Hi. No. <laughs> I'm laughing. Listener, listeners are just dropping off. Off. listeners are dropping off like flies. They're like they're not getting this together. It's a tiebreaker. Just kind of curious why you would try to test something on the show when you could have tested it prior to. The it's show. a fucking tiebreaker. One, you usually lose, so we're good. So suck my dick, bitch. Never. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's do that. Nope, still not happening. All right. Still looking at your face. No, I understand. Fuck you. Okay, play, but can you please play us a song? Yes, yeah, we're still looking at your face. Rebellion? Is it Team Cecil? No, hold on. Is it? All right. <laughs> it's weird that that's not happening because, again. Again. But again. All right, so, nope, that didn't work. All right, so all right, all right. It's funny because this is like the team, the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> for anybody that's still listening, I it's funny that you're not happy. But none of I did not stall one time today. <laughs> all my life, I did not stall one time today. You guys ranted. Oh, 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 okay. We ranted. Okay, got it. Yep. I'm Just still making it happen, bro. Yeah, I'm still making it happen through my phone. Can we clip this for the podcast? Oh, no, shut up. I'm just hey, when you to... hosted, we fucking no, fuck you. I you had your know, back up you. until we... I get my oh. shit done, son. <laughs> I'm trying to make <clears throat> Luis. Nope. No, what did I do? You. I've been quiet. <laughs> I've been supportive. <laughs> I taught you what a flashlight was. Oh, today. that's why. <laughs> You're the one that thought it had a fucking battery in it and you could turn it on. Get the fuck up. <laughs> it's true. I thought it was a legit flashlight. Everyone, whoever wants to, whoever wants sleeve. to go ahead and start a GoFundMe for Ash and a flashlight, please. <laughs> no. You, right. But get them like the monster ones, like the. Mm-hmm. Not, that look real, like the alien vaginas. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant one monster those. ones because of his big dong. You're saying monster as in to fuck like an octopus or something. Got they it. have like I... mythical creature stuff. Get him Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Nessie, deep throat yeah. Nessie. Got it. That's gross. Like a mermaid vagina. There you go. It's got that fishy smell to it. Mergina. Oh. Okay. What's the time? Is good. All right. Are so we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Uh, we ready? Uh, right. you ready? So here's 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 how that happens. How here's so, how that happens. Mm-hmm. Here's that how what? 
Wow. I, I, I hear it. I hear it and I understand it. I just, I honestly swear to God, I did not know this was going to go to a tiebreaker. But in, in my internalness <laughs> is like fucking amazing. <laughs> then it's our one year anniversary, but like we cannot not be drunk on our one year anniversary. I don't so, know what this wheat business is about. I think mean, uh, you are drunk, sir. Giving, what, when, once you stop having your cat give you head on camera. So I'm going to go ahead and do this yeah. because here's the thing. Everything comes out through this, and that's you guys. I can't separate that on camera because we don't, we haven't worked all that shit out. And this is the first time that's all right. So, all right. Who's going? You're playing the song. Whose turn is it? Art? I love the fact that he's holding the phone to the microphone when the speaker is going to be the one that's (laughs) all of this has the music. What's happening? Can you not hear it? No. No. no hey, 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 look, the your uh we hear the first note, but your microphone calibrates, so then it tunes it out, so we can't hear it afterwards. That was day one. Your day one. Help me, help you. I we're I, I tried to help you at the very beginning of this, and I told you it's not gonna work, and All you're right. still trying. Nope. Nothing, man. All right. So <laughs> okay, I will work this out. In my head. All right. How about we just spin the wheel? Ooh, that's a good one. It could be a tiebreaker or not. I mean. If it's not a tiebreaker. If it's Mm -hmm. not a tiebreaker. All right. So if it's not a tiebreaker. I said that five times because I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say. We will be in the same If it's not a tiebreaker, then then we'll go from there. Okay. If it's not a tiebreaker, then you and I have to take a shot. You, because you called it out. You can't call out shit and then fucking walk away. No, sure. you okay, fucking... or... fine. Okay, no, no, no. let's go. Oh. Let's, let's do it. Let's no, do you it. are. You can't be Andreas annoyed. You have to be like fucking. Do don't call out shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been the most. He's been the most innocent. Team switch points, which doesn't help us <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> All right, Esteban. Yeah. Ready? Go. Esteban, stop yourself. Like, make it good, though. Make it nice. Oh, he took his glasses off. Oh, he's taking off. off his glasses. It's not going to be nice. Don't spit on your hands. He's spit on it. Gross. Yeah. Make it nice. Like, call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, opposite. Oh, well, opposite takes uh silly dancing drink. Again, we're at a tie, so it doesn't make any sense. Everyone takes a shot. Come on. Come on. My alcohol. That's what it says. That's what it says, and we have if if we, have if we all if we all whatever take the shot if we all take a shot the episode yes I think that, yeah we that's we ended yes. at a tie Our we ended at a tie I, I agree no Esteban's fucking holding up a fucking fistful of nothing wait give me no that's a good shit that's a good that's a good whatever cha 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 I have nothing that's a good way at our at our it's right here. Okay, hey, you bastards. Some of us have to work in the morning. No, hey, I tried to end this shit at 10 30. I, I don't give five. a fuck. I did. Liar. Shut I don't believe up. you. I to try to end it at 10 30. We started at 10 30. We're like starting it's on the podcast. It's gonna be evidence of me trying to end it. But I, you know what? To be honest with you guys, we've done a fucking year to be on, and and we've all dealt with. Our own shit. Yeah, baby. And are you ready? 
there's no listen there's times where like me and andres didn't get along and definitely there's times where andres is like when the fuck did we get along luis listen to what i'm gonna say there's times definitely where andres i'm sorry luis and i didn't get along Luis is like when the fuck did we get along that that happened a lot lasted a year and this is the perfect combination and us being a year with every single thing that we're doing Mm -hmm. and keep adding to everything that we're doing but Luis stop being a bitch yeah stop being a bitch bro (laughs) fucking I love you guys to another year because we're gonna it's gonna be bigger and better season two baby Ah, season two. That's cute. Cheers, guys. Cheers. This has been comics. We tried it in early. Didn't uh, happen. No, I have a rebuttal. I'm not done. No. I say your words. Yeah, First no. of all, I've never ever had a bad discussion with you where I was being serious. All the shit I do is for the show. I that's not how I feel in general. So if you think no. I'm serious or annoyed most of the time, it's it's for the show. Yeah, that's that's the joke though. <laughs> We need foils for the show. It can't be all kumbaya and shit. I'm Heck an yeah. only child. You yeah, can you never be more spoiled than me. Or if anybody thinks I'm being serious, they don't know me well. That's why Esteban there is laughing. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, because mm-hmm. he does know me. Or Carmen over there as well. She does know me. So I am never being serious on the show. I'm not annoyed. I am enjoying myself. And I wouldn't be here if I wasn't. So to you all i enjoy this so if i talk shit it's for the show if I it's, a lot of you, love. it's for the show i love yeah. you bro like it's not good good thank Here's you to another year and what's to come so Wait, you and a, i like a full year no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding oh, wow <laughs> wow yes all right kidding, One, jokes. this has been comics and if you stay it's comics after dark it's been comics. We are everywhere. Everywhere. Somewhere. Or some places. Well, mostly everywhere. So Maybe. not, yeah. not in credits. So, not all the time. But mostly. And the recording. Sometimes. Sometimes. Occasionally. Everywhere. All, no, just all the time. Everywhere. Lisa.